on 97.3. City 97.3. Accra. There can be no other man to burn three. No need to change. Keep it tuned to City. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, my neighbor. Good morning to life. Good morning. Music. Talk. Inspiration. In perspective. Express yourself. Good morning, my neighbor. City FM, your station. It's a refreshing lifestyle. City FM. 97.3 
Breakfast Show. Three minutes past six. Welcome to Friday morning. It's called Emoji. It's a Ghana gospel medley. Welcoming you to your Friday edition. The radio show that gets you, that drives you, that motivates you, that inspires you, that challenges you, and makes you happy. Gets you thinking. Riding on the wings of a beautiful song. Welcoming you to a show of many parts inspiration motivation information newspaper review business news business edition so much happening on this side of the city number 11 dr morton street at dabraka Starting off with Business Sense, brought to you by ADB. It's called the Special Personal Loan Top-Up. You enjoy reduced interest rates, extended repayment period, and also maintain your existing monthly repayment. Call 059-384-4898. Visit any of our branches nationwide. We are providing you with a Special Personal Loan Top-Up to meet your school and hostel fees, your rent, your mortgage, your domestic needs, and more. Alright, so Business Sense this morning is something I saw somewhere that stuck in my head. Now, it says, to grow at the start, say yes to many opportunities, but to continue to grow, learn to say no. Hmm. To grow at the start, say yes to many opportunities. But to continue to grow, learn to say no. This thing is very true in many areas. I'm sure it applies not just in business, but in many aspects of life. Because at the beginning, what you need is opportunity. But as you mature, what you need is discernment and focus. So to grow at the start, say yes to many opportunities. But to continue to grow, learn to say no. Initially, you need an opportunity. Eventually, what you need is focus. That's why we keep saying on the show that you don't develop by doing more things. You actually develop by doing fewer things. That's when specialization comes in. So that was Business Sense brought to you by ADB, Truly Agric and More. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. 
Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. Unleashing the power of relevant radio. This is City 630 97.3 CDFM Friday morning with Black Men United featuring the likes of Tevin Campbell, Keith Sweat, Melvin Edmonds, Joe Little the third, even R. Kelly part of the group. Oh yes. Your dreams will not easily be accomplished, but you must learn to stick by your plan. To go from boys to men, you must act like a man. 
97.3 CDFM is Friday morning. News reviews brought to you by Total Energies Marketing Ghana PLC. Your trusted oil marketing company. We are judged not once, not twice, but thrice. And we've decided to just relax. So now we are Hall of Famer and we want to say it's because you've been committed. You've been loyal to this brand. We're dedicating this award to our, our cherished customers for your unwavering trust and loyalty to the Total Energy brand. As a multi-energy company, we will continue to deliver exciting and innovative products and services that meet the needs and expectations of you, our cherished customers. It's an interactive show. It's a Friday edition. News Reviews, where we start off from, then we get into business uh, news. There's also the business edition, which brings you a recap of our Professional Priorities Week Effective Living Series. Leading in the world of work, workplace transitions, self-development, and all of those nice, nice things that my panelists brought across throughout the week. Michael Lugudu brings us those summaries. And I have Richard Delasky. The man insists on wearing a mask. <laughs> Yesterday he was sitting on the TV with a mask. So I said, Daddy, why is he wearing a mask? I said, Charlie, he said it's something. He said, the COVID. he said there's a new COVID. And the new COVID has a new name. The new COVID name is Coded. It's called MBXSV something. What's the name of the new COVID thing? The name demonic Charlie, the name is what? So Sky say he wears mask. He said he will die the socks, he will never remove it. Charlie, you are firing the law, but you are wearing the mask. So people couldn't see your face, Charlie. <laughs> We are sitting with the papa's. Yeah, uh, you are a big man. No, we are doing you want a paper. No, no, you are, you are, you are far. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, not, it's what Sky is saying. What Sky is amazed to see. Charlie, wonderful. Oh, Charlie. No, 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 that it be. That no, it it be. It be. Yeah, Caleb Kuda. Yes, How are you? Good morning. How are you doing? I'm very good. Yeah. You're looking good. Yes, by the sorry, grace of the sorry. divine architect sorry. of the universe. <laughs> Thank the, you. the grand architect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> his you know persona yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the outfit he wear take him with, yeah. with some small crest yes Alonsky. it's very important <laughs> yeah, it's friday yeah, yeah it's friday. Friday. friday the newspapers are saying all kinds of things this yeah, morning and let's take off with the Ghanaian times this morning three cops in trouble over fake 190,000 CFE francs. Hmm. Now, they are unable to account for the exhibit in their possession. Charlie, if the team lost for police station, then who will go and investigate? Oh, Charlie. <laughs> if your matter comes, you go to police. Now, if matter goes to police and the team is lost. I'm recommend that I <laughs> oh my lord, oh my god. If you leave, if, uh, if you leave right now, you can't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, no, Sky, this is not the first thing. <laughs> I take strong exceptions. Very well, very well, I withdraw. <laughs> <laughs> the money is lost. So let us say the money is lost. They can't account for the money. Charlie, when they put the uh, you know, IGP's photo there, when he's smiling. Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> also a story here that says private lenders aid to cancel Ghana's external debt mm-hmm. and uh, something here that says missing twin saga my wife placenta has been sent to Italy mm-hmm. for analysis according to the husband wow. serious mm-hmm. matter 37 mm-hmm. graphic is reporting one year after a Piate explosion victims grateful cry for more help mm. and then 
cathedral bruhaha. Hmm. We cannot all have our way, ah. trustees chairman is saying. Ayoh. And then later, the minister of health is calling for a review of the NHIS Act. Okay. Yeah. Let me take you to the Chronicle. The big story is still on the police. Police planted narcotics in civilian car accusation. Hmm. Amina Yutombas reloaded. Hmm. Also, bench warrants for suspected Katamanso land guards. Hmm. And then the Chronicle is correcting, uh, correcting a story it did on uh, Wednesday, January 18, 2023. Mm-hmm. And then also Amexuale and others also deserve swifter probe by the police. Mm-hmm. On the BNFT, cocoa price is likely to move downwards. This is according to the ICCO. Mm-hmm. And the health ministry is yet to recover 3 million Ghana City car loans to personnel agencies 18 years on. Public Accounts Committee recommends writing of institutions' debt. Mm-hmm. And then G20 creditors on board for Ghana debt relief talks. Mm-hmm. This is the Paris Club. Mm-hmm. The new crusading guide, the weekend version, says NPP opens fire on Mahama over 1D1F. Also, we're told the MPP flag wearer race, uh, Francis Adenimo, to announce his bid on the 1st of February 2023. And then Christian Council implores government yes. to suspend debt restructuring program. Republic Press, government under pressure as Christian Council waits into bond brouhaha and clerics trade cathedral blows. Ga- I like the headline. <laughs> clerics trade <laughs> cathedral blows. Oh, it comes with a photograph of <laughs> Apostle <laughs> Professor Pukuenjina <laughs> and then Arch- um, Bishop Dag Hayward Mills. They are all raising their hands anyway. Mm. Uh, different directions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me take you to the custodian newspaper. Big story says CSO seek debt cancellation for Ghana. Mm-hmm. Also, Christian Council joins Suspend Debt Exchange Program Chorus. And uh, something here that says that uh, we are only against fear and panic prophecies, mm. according to the IGP. All right. The Herald has a. Uh, <clears throat> Say pastoral fight erupts on national cathedral projects. Mm. calls he was males pumped and pushy. Oh. I didn't see this in the press statement. Well, he's summarizing and paraphrasing. This is Dogbega. And Muhammad cries over deteriorating <laughs> economic conditions. Uh, Finance minister's sister-in-law mm-hmm. moved from SIC to ADB as nepotism continues. Mm-hmm. Let me take you to the Inquisitor. Uh, parliamentary and presidential race. NDC gets busy. Spoilers to roll out machinations. Also, we are told that developing Africa's green manufacturing capabilities key strategy to foster growth. The energy minister is talking here. And uh, something here that says, after needs to move after forward, or mm. Africa needs to move the after forward mm. in global downturn, according to McDan. Mm. And Ajay Mensa Kosa, a judge, best deputy minister for 2022. The Ghanaian publisher, Bishop Dag's concerns already clarified. Okay. Cathedral trustees say, and don't get me wrong, I'm not against prophecies. IGP is speaking. Sigabos mm. Dove's heart for media. God is my pillar. Says Zoom Lion Boss. Finally, the Daily Analyst says this morning suspend debt exchange program. Christian Council is telling government Ghana's economy collapsing, according to former President John Dramani Mahama. And then something that that, that says that appeared say uh, support fund. We are working with Auditor General KPMG to ensure accountability. Mm. Joyce, i.e., 
uh, is revealing. All right. Uh, do we have any more before we get into the website? Citynewsroom.com is leading with PRC replies, IES. They say utility tariff increment is justified. Meanwhile, Kennedy Japan says Ghana will feed Africa through a Greek. Thank you. If I become president. Meanwhile, there are plans to automate premix distribution mm -hmm. because premix has also increased from 10 cities to 25 cities per oh. gallon. 10 cities to 25. I'm telling Sorry, you. And then Joyce says I violently disagree with calls to dissolve a board of trustees. Thank you. Yes, please. Sorry, so I'm that's bad. also on the front page of citynewsroom.com i have a few more stories here for you this is pretty sad but i don't know how to what you make of it unemployed jail 10 years for robbing student of 10 for, for 50 cities oh, well yeah. i think because it was a robbery yeah it's not even the amount the fact that it was a robbery yeah. 10 Oof. years, yeah. 10 years I mean, of his life in prison for serious. 50 ghana cities what was he going to buy with that money oh my word mm? is that the best way to reform such a person Meanwhile, Christian Council says, suspend the testing. You read that already. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, Opoko Nina says, Akufado picked the architect and the land for cathedral before appointing. Yeah. Now, if you do, those are city newsroom dot stories. Now, my journal is talking about the money you are talking about. Mm -hmm. Officer responsible for missing 190,000 sefa cannot be found. <laughs> he has vanished. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, parents... Now, listen, there's another interesting one here. Yeah. Parents flee exorbitant fees in private schools to enroll what's in public schools. It's too expensive. It's very serious. Now, that's the story on myjohnline.com. Yeah. And then this one says, I won't leave bank till I get my bond return. 677-year-old retiree vows so now bloomberg has a very interesting front page davos has uh, it all again except the world's most powerful person so they are meeting to discuss the world's problems but the world's most powerful person is not there and then a couple of stories about africa key african economies to slow their rate hikes with inflation peaking but ghana is not one of them we will still hike our rates that's the predictor story let me take you to city sports for just for a change um ronaldo and messi both score in saudi exhibition games yes yeah then bristol city rejects second offer for from bournemouth for antoine semenyo hey, they say they won't let semenyo <laughs> <Did> go <laughs> antoine semenyo they will not let him leave <laughs> bristol to bournemouth <laughs> and then afriya banya sent off as black galaxies beat sudan 3-1 so that's some good news you were complaining that we lost to one to Madagascar. Yeah. Well, we beat <laughs> Sudan three one, so we've, we've qualified. So. And the red card. Uh -huh. Congratulations. Let me take you to East Africa. DRC has had mercenary says Rwanda. So Rwanda and DRC are on this collision course that nobody really seems to understand. <laughs> and then that story is the lead story in the East African news portals. And then mm. if you go to Nigeria, Premium Time says embattled central governor Emefiele meet with Buhari. They want to throw him out of his job. <laughs> He's met Buhari, shaking hands with him. It's not easy. <laughs> now, Obasanjo says, only unpatriotic Nigerians will vote for candidates with bad character. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> you, know, you know the thing Rollins was doing? Where he was, those things he was doing to end this thing. Boring them for Obasanjo, they spoil. A <laughs> 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 He has a big farm, so he sits there and challenge. He's just pissing into the Alexis. Hey, Nigeria is so far. Nigeria never carry last. Let's come to the missing money. Okay, so let me take off this morning with the story in the Ghanaian Times. The details of the story on page. Four mm. of the newspaper Julius Yao 
Petechi writing, mm-hmm. says that the Ghana Police Service has interdicted two officers for inability uh, for their inability to account for Produce fake money. Wahara and 90,000 mm-hmm. CFA francs in their possession as exhibit. <laughs> now, a third officer involved in the missing fake currency has resigned from the service mm-hmm. with the police taking steps to track him down. Ayo. Now, this was made known by the Inspector General of Police, Dr. George Ekufu Dampere, mm-hmm. uh, in Accra yesterday when he appeared before Parliament's Public Accounts Committee to respond to audit queries pertaining to the service. Mm-hmm. Now, he explained that during mm-hmm. a routine check by his men in Takwa in 2006, 16, the police came into contact with four people in a vehicle and checks on them led to the discovery of foreign currencies, some mm. denominated in dollars and CFA franc. And then there is a direct quote here that says, mm. when they analyzed it instantly mm. with their instincts, they thought that there was something wrong oh. with the currencies and couldn't be genuine. Mm. Um, so they picked them up yeah. and took them so through the So there are two process. issues here. Uh-huh. Mm. The money is lost yes. and the, one of the officers has also vanished. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the police are looking for the money and the money. Yeah, that's right. You yeah. see, this goes back to the issue of the missing cocaine, which till today mm. we cannot find. Mm. Cocaine became cocaine yes. in the custody of the Ghana Police Service. I'm telling you. And more recently, another cocaine has also become telling something else. Yes. Milk powder or but something. But this one, they will find the man. And they will find the money. <laughs> yeah, the other yeah, thing he good. said at the program was that he's not against prophecies, yeah, exactly. but that the way they are communicated. Mm-hmm. I think this was captured in one of the newspapers as yes. well. Yep. I have one of the yeah, one of the papers captured that. So, for instance, Don't the custodian has it. Good. Yes. yes. So, that's uh, the publisher. The Just give us that one quickly. Yes. Real quick, um, Dampare is speaking here and he says, Inspector General of Police George Akufu Dampare has stated the Ghana Police is not against prophecies but how they should be communicated in order not to create fear and panic. According to him, it is cruel during uh, prophecy to put fear and panic in people, their immediate and extended families and the entire country at large. Mm -hmm. He said, quote, what we are saying is nobody knows what language God speaks and so who interprets it. Mm. The IGP stated these when he appointed public accounts committee as part of the team of the interior ministry, mm. which took its turn at the mm. public sitting yesterday. A member of the com- um, committee had asked whether giving prophecy is banned in view of the activities of charlatans mm. who make all sorts of claims about all citizens. Yeah. He stated that members of the Ghana Police Service are deep-seated Christians who do not joke with godliness and warned they will not therefore allow anyone to use God to create a mess. Well, so long as whatever he's trying to do is within the confines of the law, that's fine. It's not really about your personal view or personal yeah. faith. Mm-hmm. Stay with the publisher. They have a summary of the response of the the, yes, ca- the, the cathedral yes, committee. So if you can just give us the highlights of that. Bishop Dark's concerns already clarified. Mm. So the Board of Trustees for the National Cathedral of Ghana says it has already clarified some issues raised in Bishop Dark Heward Mills's letter concerning the National Cathedral Project. Mm. A statement signed by Apostle Professor Puku Nina, chairman of the Board of Trustees, said the issues were clarified when he, the chairman, led a delegation on a visit to Bishop Dark Heward Mills's office mm. on August 23, 2022. Mm. It said the Board of Trustees also issued a letter dated October 15, mm. 2022 acknowledging Bishop Doug Hayward Mills's letter of resignation adding that the Board was also duly informed of these 
clarifications at um it's october 10 2020 okay. so i chose the publisher because the headline yeah is the most yeah. uh, is, 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 is the most uh, yeah. oh, like how do i put it it's, it's the least bombastic. i like, like it's the least bombastic so yeah. let's just run to some headlines of course pastoral fight erupts on national <laughs> cathedral project yeah you and can't always have your way According Street, to Cathedral Blues. Yeah. But it's a, co- a, a, a related story here, Joyce. How he says he yeah. agrees with those who are calling for the dissolution of the board. Sandra had on Eyewitness News mm-hmm. yesterday. Right. A member of the Board of Trustees, Reverend Joyce I, has dismissed calls for the dissolution of the board due to the controversies that have plagued the project. Speaking on Eyewitness News, uh, Ms., uh, Madam Joyce I said calls for the dissolution of the board are just from a small percentage of the public. Yeah. Okay, but now let me take you to the um, custodian. There are just two stories related to our debt situation. Mm-hmm. The first one that uh, says that Christian Council joins suspend debt exchange chorus. The mm-hmm. other one says that CSOs seek debt cancellation for Ghana. Mm-hmm. You know, we want debt forgiveness. Ex- external. Exactly. So this, uh, the first story says the Christian Council of Ghana has added its voice to the numerous calls on the government to immediately suspend the scheduled debt exchange program in the country. Now the CCG in a statement said after various discussions with some stakeholders on Ghana's economy, it was convinced that the whole process needs to be suspended until broader consultations have been made mm-hmm. and it goes on to give you a long quote as to what exactly their demands or mm-hmm. requests are regarding the debt situation what about the cso the cso's um the story says that a group of ghanaian civil society organizations has uh, called on international lenders to cancel ghana's debt hmm. to make it sustainable yeah, yeah. as g20 members deliberate on global financial crisis at the world economic forum in davos the story says that quote mm-hmm. unquote mm-hmm. welcome ghana's Suspension of most external debt payments until creditors agree to cancel enough debt to make it sustainable. The CSOs urge the global leaders in a statement. Bernard, back in Ghana, cocoa prices likely to move downward. Sorry, this is according to ICCO. Right? Yeah. Oh, and uh, cocoa prices are anticipated to move downward in major markets across the globe as merchants and producers increased net selling positions over the Q1 or first quarter of 2022-2023 crop season data from the International Cocoa Organization has shown. Mm-hmm. Now, the global cocoa market attained a value of nearly 14.5 billion US dollars in 2022. Mm-hmm. The market is further expected to grow at a compound annual growth rate mm-hmm. of 4.7 percent between 2023 and 2028 mm-hmm. to a value of 19.1 billion US dollars. Mm-hmm. However, the ICCO in its projections believe the size of uh, net short positions of commercial traders in Europe hmm. and the United States over the 2022 2020-2021 and 2022-2023 season mm-hmm. period could be perceived as a demand for insurance against price drops. Meanwhile, something that is going up. So our cocoa prices are projected to come down. Yeah. Price of premix fuel increased from 10 cities to 25 cities per gallon. Story by Zoe Abu Beidou Ado and it's on citynewsroom.com. The price of premix fuel has been increased by 15 cities from an initial 10 cities and a, a gallon and it's now expected to be sold at 25 cities per gallon across the various landing beaches in the country mm. the increase according to the government has been necessitated by the increase in the price of crude on the international market uh, the current increase in the price of the commodity according to the government is a result of the as i read now nana abrokwasar who's administrator of the national premier secretariat said the government can simply no longer continue to bear the huge subsidies it gives to fishermen and other users of the product now still on premix mm-hmm. the other story is an automation that they've done mm-hmm. so according to the secretariat plans to 
automate the uh, supply of premix continue mm -hmm. and it's going to simplify the process and reduce all the controversy and the corruption mm -hmm. the same person said the automation will get rid of middlemen in the distribution process okay uh, but now let me take you to an issue still con uh, concerning the economy because uh, former president john ramani mahama is talking mm. and he says that ghana's economy is collapsing mm. and john ramani mahama former president of the republic and i'm quoting from the daily analyst or reading from the same mm. has claimed that the national democratic congress has uh, a better was has been a better manager of the economy than the ruling government now this comment uh, by the former president is in line with the controversial debt exchange program um, that has received a rejection from stakeholders. Now, in a tweet, John Ramani Mahama said, quote, unquote, back from the trip to the Savannah, northern and upper west regions, and uh, poverty mm. has worsened due to the extreme inflation mm. and price volatility we're seeing. The economy is in a near state of collapse. Clearly, the NDC has been a better manager of the economy, unquote. Meanwhile, the government says it is targeting 80% participation mm. in the debt exchange program, and the story just below the story um, from former President Mahama is quoting Oforiata, the finance minister. Right, Bernard, the front page of Daily Graphic has one year after a PSA explosion, victims mm. grateful cry for more help. Mm -hmm. Story by Timothy Nyangme. While, and it says, while 46-year-old Joseph Kobna Angin Jr. is fighting for his life, some families are still mourning the loss of 16 relatives and loved ones a year after disaster struck a PSA, a community near Bogoso in the Prisia Huni Valley district in the western region. Today marks exactly a year since the incident which wiped away almost the entire community of about a thousand residents and left almost half the residents with injuries. Daily graphic checks indicates that 16 people are still receiving medical treatment. Some of the survivors hmm. of the tragedy are still fighting for their lives hmm. in hospital while others now live with permanent disabilities such, such as visual and hearing impairments. So right. We read that in our news. I'll give you two stories here. Unemployed jailed 10 years for robbing students of 50 CDs. Mm. Story on citynewsroom.com says a Cape Coast Circuit Court has sentenced Cosmos D here, 20, an unemployed man, to 10 years in prison with hard labor for robbing a student of 50 CDs and other items. The convict who pleaded guilty to the charge of robbery was convicted on his own plea by the court, presided over by Mrs. Veronique Prabatete. Now, the details of the case is that the complainant is a student of Nyankumasi Ahinkara Senior High School, mm. while the here is an unemployed resident of the town around 2 a.m. You see, so he's doing night robbery. Charlie. The complainant went, uh, was asleep in her room and felt someone trying to remove her underwear. Oh. So the guy had other plans. This guy. <laughs> the guy should Very be, bad yeah, guy, Charlie. <laughs> so the complainant was startled and when she woke up, she saw the convict who was masked holding a torchlight. Oh. And she raised an alarm, but the convict pulled a knife in order to keep quiet. Uh. Then uh, the complainant was able to recognize the convict later, but made away with 50 CDs four pieces of soup and a toilet roll. <laughs> Unfortunately for the convict, his knife fell on the ground while rushing out of the neighborhood and the complainant took it to the police to lodge an official complaint in the morning. So you see, the police do a good job. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, when, you know? when they're actually on top of the game, they do so a they, good job. So they took the guy through the process mm -hmm. and he's been jailed by the court. That's, that's, so that's 10 years. That I think he had other ideas. Yeah. I think they jailed him not just because of yeah. the 50 yeah, grand. Just to send a signal. Because of what he was trying to do as well. <laughs> <laughs> now if you go to page 3 of the Ghanaian Times, they have very uh, good summary of some of the leading uh, crime-related stories. Okay, for instance, of that. man appears in court for selling stones as phones. Charlie, they are still <laughs> oh. <laughs> Charlie, this thing they will do it to you in Accra, you will shock, Charlie. 
Malik Sulemana reporting says a mobile phone dealer who allegedly packaged broken stones as original mobile phones and sold to customers appeared before the circuit court in Accra on Monday and charged with defrauding by false pretense. Mustafa Hamidu, also known as Abule, a resident of Odoko, oh, area, was arrested by the police on December 22 last year after victims reported his activities to the police. Now, the plea of the suspect was not taken when he appeared before Mr. Obiri Yabua, the presiding judge mm. of the circuit court. Six. Also, another story says Mason granted 80,000 Ghana City bail for mm. fraud. And Agrada's lawyer in court for allegedly assaulting policemen. A Details lot, a lot of interesting stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kennedy in Japan says he yes. will feed Africa through agriculture. Yes. If he becomes Agricata. president, agriculture. Yes. So MP for Asin, uh, is it Asin North? North. Mm-hmm. Kennedy Ohinia Japan says agriculture will play a major role in his transformation agenda for the country if he's elected as president. Now we've been looking through some polls done by our um, the, the polling uh, um, company info global info analytics mm-hmm. and kennedy japan is now third wow so it's baronia so alan and kennedy is third in the mpp polls so is a three yeah and you know uh, you like see? six months ago six months ago six months ago he wasn't even showing at all yeah. Yeah. now he's in the 14 percent 12 percent 15 percent now kennedy japan said he will use the northern part of ghana to feed the whole oh, Africa. Of Africa. Speaking to journalists in Accra, the Asin Central MP stressed that Asin Central that Ghana can see real socio-economic development if agriculture is boosted. Mm. What he's saying is true. We have arable lands here, and we are saying we are poor. We are not poor. We've said this many times. Mm. So he said he will leverage on his philanthropism, love for humanity, and most importantly, his desire to develop the country mm. to use the North as the breadbasket for the continent. Well, okay. we'll see what delegates think later on. Just three interesting political headlines. Reject NPP NDC for GUM mm. to change Ghana's oh, voting. This is GUM. Yeah. Yeah. Reverend Christian Kwabna yeah. Andrews is speaking. And then I see Dunketia, chairman of the NDC, saying NDC parliamentary aspirants to prove uh, no dual citizenship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then President Akufado wishes Joe Gatti. Let me give you a final NDC one. Parents flee exorbitant fees yeah. in private schools to enroll what in public schools. Yeah. This story so is by Clinton Yaboa, it says some parents in Kumasi say they've been compelled to withdraw their awards from private schools. Mm-hmm. Basic schools at the cost of education in those facilities are shot up. The worried parents say moving their children to public schools has become inevitable due to the ballooning cost of tuition, feeding, transportation, and stationery. Well, it goes back to the point if we don't fix our public systems, yeah. private will not help us. So let's make sure it works for everybody else. Yeah, quick one the, the, the story on the NDC saying that the candidates to be must prove that they do not have dual citizenship. Hmm. I think that would be a little problematic. We just have to know the details because the law is that Why? you can only you should prove that you qualify at the point of filing your nomination um, at the electoral commission, not when you are contesting. To but be, with um, all the cases they've had, well, some I mean, of the cases even had people who, at the time they were filing, had dual citizenship, uh-huh. but when they got to the EC, they did not, and it still led to challenges, which is why the party is saying what they're well, saying. Well, the Supreme Court decided the matter in the Zanetto Rawlings case. So, well, so we can look so, at that. So the qu- the question is, at what point do you qualify to run for? It's a question of, of law. It's a question of no, law. No, the, it, 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 is it a question of law or a question of politics? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a question of law. Uh, this one is, is a sure? question of law. Yes, yes. Maybe we can discuss that. Yeah. Is it a question of law or a question of politics? <clears throat> this is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. 7 o'clock, City Business News, next brought to you by Goyle. Now, Goyle's attention has been drawn to attempts by some dishonest people using the company's logo, label, and brand image 
to defraud unsuspecting customers and the public. Now, these fraudulent campaigns come in the form of purported promotions, giveaways, raffles, and fuel subsidies, which are not sanctioned by the company. The public is hereby advised to ignore such schemes. Goal is assuring the public that information on all promotions, anniversary celebrations, and any other giveaway scheme will be duly published on the company's website, official corporate social media pages, or advertised in the newspapers. For more information, go to our website, goal.com.gh, or our official social media handles. And carrying multiple phones around can be such a chore. The unsightly bulge in your pocket, the extra weight in your purse, the stress of switching from one phone to the other to pick calls. Now imagine being able to switch between different numbers on the same phone easily and seamlessly. Well, you can go seamless or seamless with MTN eSIM and enjoy the convenience of connecting multiple phone numbers to one single phone or device. To check out if your device is compatible, dial star hash zero six hash that star hash zero six hash once you receive an eid number it means your phone or device is compatible download my mtn app today to request your mtn eSIM and enjoy the sweet seamless life everywhere you go Michael Ogbodu is joining us with the City Business News. Good morning. Good morning, Bernard. Hello and welcome to the breakfast edition of City Business News, proudly brought to you by MTN Goal Enterprise Life, your advantage access bank, more than banking and powered by your most comprehensive business news website, citybusinessnews.com. My name is Michael Obodu and straight into details of our stories and the Ghana Union of Traders Associations, Guta, is calling for the establishment of a shipping line under the AFTA to fast track the transportation of goods on the continent. The AFTA was implemented in a bid to remove trade barriers among member countries. But the president of Guta, Dr. Joseph Bing, believes that until the challenge with the timely transportation of goods within the AFTA is addressed, the agreement may not be able to realize its fullest potential. Facilitation. Because um, 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 if you look at the trade facilitation, we are talking about ease of doing business, cost of doing business, and time of doing business. And I think time of doing business is going to be affected by the intertrade because of transportation that you buy goods from africa and it will take about three months before you get the goods it's not going to help us so the the leaders of the continent should find as a matter of agency put the resources together and get our own um, shipping lines they, they have to do it if they, they are serious about this that we have shipping lines in the west in the south and in the in the east of Africa so that we can um, fast track um, this trade because time is very essential that you buy goods from Asia and it comes within um, six weeks and that you buy goods from neighboring countries and it takes um, so many uh, months to come um, no businessman will be enthused because the capitals that we do business with uh, we is a borrowed one and the interest that we pay is also very high that was president of the Ghana Union of Traders Associations, Guta, Dr. Joseph Obeng. Away from that, the Public Utilities Regulatory Commission, PURC, has noted that the Institute of Energy Security, IES's assumptions that the recent increment in utility prices are miscalculated. This comes after the IES described as baseless factors accounting for the recent notice by the PURC for an increase in utility tariffs. The commission, while citing inflation as a factor, indicated that the cost of electricity generation mix has also seen an increase, taking into account the depreciation of the city. Executive Secretary of the PURC, Ishmael Aka, has been speaking to City Business News. Ghana, about 71% of our 
or let's say 60 something percent of our generation comes from thermal let's say 61 percent about 38 from hydro but that hydro we have the legacy hydro akosombo and pum then we have bui so where we come in is the legacy now there's a law LI 1837, that also established what we call the electricity market oversight panel. So not all the hydro comes to what we call the regulated market. So they say, oh, next year the hydro will be 38%. Out of the 38%, we want to give 5% to Ghana water. Then two, we also have commitments. VRA and others have commitment to export. Out of the export, we are also giving uh, 5%. Then we also have what we call the deregulated market. When you take all these ones out, all what I've mentioned contributed about 33%. So what the, the component of 38% that came to the regulated market. So the 67 is what we use. That is what we share between ECG, NETCO, and Enclave Power. And when you do the calculation, you get the 26%. So maybe they didn't uh, take notice of it. That was the Executive Secretary for the Public Utilities Regulatory Commission, Ishmael Aka. Now, on the interbank foreign exchange market, where banks trade amongst themselves, the dollar remained unchanged and is selling at 10 CDs, 36 pesos. The British pound lost 5 pesos and is selling at 12 CDs, 80 pesos. The euro also lost 1 peso and is selling at 11 CDs, 2 pesos. Be guided that these figures will be higher at a forex bureau near you. Let's now join Gillian Hammer of Data Bank for more on the topic. What is the difference between the amortized value and the market value? If you invest in mutual funds, you may have received a notice from your fund company or heard the regulator, the Securities and Exchange Commission, explaining the requirement for fund companies to apply what is called mark-to-market valuation. In response, you may also notice that your fund company is now showing you two balances for the funds you hold, where one is called the amortized value and the other is called either the mark-to-market or market value. The amortized value shows the current value of your investments in the fund if all the investments in that fund were held until they mature so the fund manager could get the full value of the investments done on your behalf. The market value or mark-to-market value, on the other hand, reflects the current value of your investments if the fund manager has to prematurely sell bonds in this current environment without waiting for them to mature. For this reason, fund companies have been directed to process all withdrawals at mark-to-market prices to help protect the value of the funds for those who stay invested. So if you don't have an urgent need for your money, you may want to consider waiting for the bond prices to recover to minimize any losses you could make in the near term. That was Gillian Hammer of Data Bank. And that does it for the breakfast edition of City Business News, proudly brought to you by MTN Goyal Enterprise Live Your Advantage Access Bank, Modern Banking, and powered by your most comprehensive business news website, citybusinessnews.com. My name is Michael Lubudu. Thank you for listening. Have a good business day. And as always, please stay safe. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation.
Hello there and welcome to another episode of the City Business Edition here on 97.3 City FM. My name is Michael Obudu. And just as we've done over the last couple of weeks, this week also we are bringing you highlights on our Effective Living series for the year. Uh, last two weeks we brought you the topic physical preparation for 2023 and last week was emotional and mental health imperatives for 2023 but this week focused on professional priorities for 2023 and the topics we discussed were in the new world of work with Taka Awori. We also had top skills for 2023 and beyond with Michael Ohini Ifa. We also had personal development for career advancement with Mami Ikria Gacy. And finally, making successful career transitions with Reverend Kweku Ofori Now, here are highlights of all of these conversations created just for you. So, we're talking about leading self in the new world of work. That's our topic for the, 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 the series for this, this morning. And Taka will be, as ever, taking us through the, the slides. I think this leading self concept I first heard from you. I'm not sure if I, because yes. for some time we were talking about yes. leadership yes. and you sort of brought up this idea about leading self. Yes, yes. So, maybe you should patent it. I should, but others have used it. But it's something, you know, you've, what you've probably heard me say is yes. you can't lead another until you lead yourself. I believe I believe. So I it always that. starts with leading. Mm. But we're, we're talking about the new world of work. Yes. So let's start from there. What is the new world of work and what should we expect this year? And yes. So, so a couple of things. The, the first thing is not the good news. Huh? Mm. And then I have been listening to you all for the past couple of weeks and mm. everything that's happening in Ghana. Mm. One can expect mm. that the new world of work, not just in Ghana, but mm. elsewhere means continued uncertainty mm-hmm. and job insecurity. Huh? Okay. As we talk about a global recession and the kind of economic turmoil yeah. we're seeing here in Ghana. Huh? Mm. So that's one thing, uncertainty mm. and job insecurity. The second thing we're seeing as a result of that job insecurity is increased stress Hmm. and mental health challenges associated with this type of insecurity. So that's another facet of this new world of work. Mm -hmm. But what we're also seeing as continuation from the time of COVID Mm -hmm. is continued use of remote working and increasingly hybrid working. Mm -hmm. So it's not totally going away, but you're finding increasingly companies at one point, they will be all remote, then they'll do a hybrid. You see what happened to Databank recently Mm -hmm. where they're like, all of a sudden we'll do remote working. (laughs) Sometimes you have some folks doing a combination of the two. So that's going to be a continued factor. When customers are angry. Ah, So you see, that flexibility, better work from home where you can ensure security. Mm -hmm. The other thing you're seeing in this new world of work is an increased use of geographically dispersed workers. So not having everybody sitting in a team in Accra, you might have some in Kumasi, or increasingly what I'm seeing Mm. is you might have a team in Accra and another team in Johannesburg and another team in Nairobi. Mm -hmm. And later I'm going to talk about the opportunities in that. So it's geographically dispersed workers. Mm Which means that the new world of work is also about distributed teams working remotely. Mm -hmm. So your team of people may not all be sitting in the same location with you. We're also seeing, and what you can expect in 2023, is continued use of digitized operations Mm -hmm. uh, um, or digitalized operations in the world of work, where because, again, of the tough economic times, you are seeing many companies are seeking to become more efficient, cutting costs. 
So really taking as many things as they come on, as many things as they can online. Mm -hmm. Because of what's happening, and I think again, because of the economic crunches in so many markets, you're finding that many companies are again going to need to think of new business models, think more creatively. So the new world of work is also a place where there's a premium put on creativity, Mm. agility, adaptation, innovation. Those were words that really came out in 2020. Mm. eh? Mm. You're going to continue hearing them eh? Mm. in the world of work. eh? Mm. We will also see an elimination and possibly redesign of workplaces. Okay. Uh, so increasingly, again, in the spirit of cutting costs, managing mm. costs, mm. many companies are going to be thinking, mm, if we're doing a form of hybrid working, do we need this entire space with all these offices? Can we be a, be a little bit more creative? Can we do some co-shared space mm. working? Those kinds of things. Huh? Mm-hmm. But now, the, the last thing you will see is creation of more work opportunities Mm -hmm. than employment opportunities. And again, Mm -hmm. I will speak to that a little bit later in terms of what I mean. So in summary, Bernard, the new world of work that we can expect is one of two things. It's one of turbulence, Mm -hmm. let's not lie. It's one of turbulence, but it's also one of opportunity. That's very interesting. It seems a lot of negatives, but you still found a way to Always. to put opportunity there. I was I was going to ask. This doesn't seem too good news. It, it looks. No. It looks. Overall, you know, it, I would doesn't. say that the the new world of work huh, mm. is going to be a tough place to operate in. Mm. But if mm. you're strategic, mm. it can also be a space of opportunities. And I'm hoping the principles mm. I share can be one that can enable people to not just survive, mm. but also potentially thrive. Mm. All right, let's, let's talk about the principles then. You said if you can adapt those principles, adopt those principles, then you, you would survive and thrive as well. So tell me what I need to do in this not-so-pleasant reality <laughs> that you're painting. <laughs> yes. So how do you lead self? Those are three Mm. principles I'd love to share. The first is around getting grounded. Mm. Now, the getting grounded is what, as I said, really enables you to stabilize yourself Mm -hmm. during turbulence. Okay. The second is, I say, get connected. Now that's where you're starting to reposition yourself Mm -hmm. to take opportunity. Of the, to take advantage of the opportunities. And the third is to be future ready. That's also an ability to take advantage of the opportunities. So those are the three principles, and mm. I would love to go through so each. get grounded downwards, get, get connected, connected, and, and be, be future ready. ready. I, I like the directional dimension. Yes. So let's, let's get into grounding yourself. Okay, How so, do you do that? So this principle of getting grounded mm. is about being resilient. Okay. I mean, we've talked about resilience for the past couple of years, and mm-hmm. it's going to continue to be a key factor in this new world of work that is increasingly insecure. And, and here are some tips in terms of how do you get grounded. The first is what I call bring out your anchors. Mm. Now imagine the metaphor of a ship mm-hmm. or a boat, and you're in turbulent waters, which for many of us, the workplace will be. Yeah? You put out your anchors, Your anchors are what stabilize you as a person during crisis. Mm. Now, for some people, it might be their faith. Mm. For others, it might be family. Mm -hmm. For others, it might be a support network. Mm. The point here is, 
each person needs to understand what stabilizes you mm. during crisis and that's what you need to prioritize now that's your anchor mm -hmm. bring it out focus on it mm. prioritize it I right? like that. so first step bring mm -hmm. out your anchor mm. the second is plug i love the boat metaphor huh? Stay plug the, boat. the leak in your boats okay uh, again i imagine stormy waters mm. here huh? mm. What we find is during periods of stress, mm. Mm, uncertainty and anxiety, unfortunately, not the best of us shows up. Mm. So sometimes, in other words, we are not at our best often when we're really under the crunch. And I've seen it in many workplaces where people are feeling insecure about their jobs, they might be restructuring. What starts to happen is you might find people really showing terrible behavior. Huh? in terms of undermining others, trying to show that they are the best. And so what's important at this time is mm. that you need to understand what are the character flaws mm. that somehow become more prominent mm -hmm. when you're under stress mm -hmm. and that might even become a liability mm -hmm. in the workplace. Mm. Huh? And so it's important to be clear on these. Remember, I think um, this week when you were talking about, the week where you're talking about emotional awareness. To me, this is about self-awareness mm -hmm. and managing self. Mm. Because if you're in a workplace where there might be job cuts, if you're in a workplace where they're thinking, who do we skill and who not, you need to be at your best. Huh? Mm. But if you're not careful, the anxiety and the pressure, mm. huh? Those, the, the leak in your boat is what will show you up not at your best. You mm. won't be professional. Mm. So that's what I call plug the, the leaks in your boat. In your boat. These right. are the parts of you mm. huh, that could bring you down. What is skill? Why are skills important in this, in this current situation? All right. So um, the way I've structured, uh, I want to uh, dwell a bit on the context for this conversation. All right. Uh, why should we be talking about it like I'm saying? Why mm -hmm. should we be discussing top skills for uh -huh. 2023? Mm -hmm. Why should it interest somebody who has just started work? Why mm -hmm. should it interest a mid-career person? Why should it interest an executive? And then I'll be looking at the attitudes because you need an attitude first before the skill. Mm -hmm. And so we'll be looking at what are the top attitudes that we need to be able to do well, excel, and climb the corporate ladder. And then we'll be doing the skills itself, and then we'll come to behaviors. Because mm -hmm. when you have a skill, it must be expressed in what you do every day when you get to work. So what are the behaviors that you need to not only survive, but to excel uh, in your work uh, for 2023 and beyond? Mm -hmm. Fantastic. So yeah. why are skills important? Why the top skills? Very good. Now. Have you paid attention to the fact that a child that is starting kindergarten today will get onto the job market in 2041? <laughs> mm. Because of uh, about, take or leave it, 18 years or 19 years, depending on whether they do KG or KG is two years or uh, uh, one year. And so you are going to enter the job market in 2041. Now, if your child is in class one, primary one today, they are going to enter the job market in 2039. Um, now, cast your mind forward and ask yourself, how would the world look like in 2041? Wow. So that is why the skills are important. Because you are going to live and work in a world that will be vastly different from what we know today. And if you want to measure that, let's cast our mind back to 20 years ago when you and I were in secondary school. Yeah. And look at the world we live and operate in today. Yeah. How things have come up and changed everything that we do. That is how come we need to have a conversation 
on the skills that we need for 2023 uh, uh, and beyond. When you put mm. it that way, it makes it even more scary. <laughs> because I don't even know. 20, 2003, I was in level 300. Very good. So 20 years after that, wow. Yeah. Look at that. What did you ever imagine that you would live in this world and the skills that you needed to be able to excel in today's world when you were in level 300? And that's the same thing that's going to happen to our children. Mm. So we need to prepare them for what is coming. Yeah. And then we need to, you know, uh, uh, develop, not only prepare, but to develop them and to make sure that they are going to survive. Mm. Now, to also set the context, I don't know whether you know, you follow the work of Professor Michio Kaku. Mm -hmm. uh, Michio Kaku is an American uh, physicist, futurist, and science commentator. Mm -hmm. And uh, he uh, been working on the Morse law. You know the Morse law? Mm -hmm. That um, every... Uh, two years or so, the amount of information in the world will mm -hmm. exponentially double. So what is happening is that the world itself is changing at such a fast rate mm -hmm. with information technology and the processes that we use in computers that it is going to make technology very, very cheap mm -hmm. and affordable in the next years. Mm -hmm. Now, as an example, you, you know the iMac? Yes. Yeah, the, the Tikopo iMac. Yeah. I remember those days when I was uh, with Originate and it came and, you know, you have one. It's just like God. You have the biggest thing exactly. in the world. It has been an air conditioning when everybody was here and you needed special technicians to come and check it out. Do you know that today an iPhone has more processing power than that iMac? Can you imagine? Exactly. And it's in your pocket? It's in our pocket. It's three times smaller, but double the size and the capacity of that iMac. And wow. that is how the world we are going to work in mm. from this year and beyond. Wow. Because compu mini computers, mini machinettes, uh, what is the biggest cause is the Internet of Things. Mm. This is going to shape every work that we do. Mm. Now, as an example, today there are robots that can lay 20,000 bricks an hour. Hey. So, Efo Koku, who Sorry. is a bricklayer in uh, Akachi, is in trouble if wow. he does not change because a computer will now wow. get him, a robot will now take him out of job. 20,000 bricks an hour. An hour. And there are machines, cars that are now laying pavement blocks at a speed and accuracy that we will never get from our workers. So everybody is impacted. When we do this, and people think, oh, it's just for the office people. Mm. Everybody, look at today, Uber driving mm. and the traditional taxi drivers. Mm. So if you don't know how to manage a smartphone, you can't even drive a car in the next decade. So this is the context. This is why this topic is so important mm. going forward as mm. we prepare for what is coming. Mm. So the future is going to be technology. Mm -hmm. The future is going to be fast-paced. Things are going to change at the speed of light. Mm -hmm. And everybody must prepare. Mm -hmm. I mean, I remember when I was growing up. I mean, I started my life as an advertising salesman. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And when we have an event, you needed to go and get GBC to come and cover for your client. And when they are coming, the cameras that they will bring, it's like putomantu. Big. To, today, look at the cameras. Some that of the cameras even had like... Catches behind them. Yes. You hide under the catches. Yeah, the whole human being is carrying them. So when you are doing solid, you have to pay like seven people. I tell you. Today, look at the cameras. Some of the have. shows we do, they use this. <laughs> Good. A tripod, to shoot. And Good. it's just awesome. Exactly. The sound is and better. Sound, this is 4K. Yeah. The sound is mm -hmm. better. Mm -hmm. The pictures are much clearer. Mm -hmm. So it is even changing the demands of works like photographers, cameramen, mm -hmm. and other things. Mm -hmm. So this is the future.
All right, so then what must we do? So first, we look at attitudes. Yeah. What attitudes will help you to survive this thing? Mm -hmm. And number one is for me, any worker that has a can-do attitude. Today, okay. you are a general manager. You run city. Hmm. And you know the importance of an attitude when it comes to which worker to work with, yeah. which worker to assign what resp responsibility to, mm. and who to you know give any tax to. Mm. I ran two businesses mm. until I guess, and mm. then I delisted one. Mm -hmm. But it is increasingly difficult to find people who want to apply themselves. So if you don't have a can-do attitude, and a can-do attitude shows in, I don't know, but I'll find out. I like that. Give me some time. I'll check it out for you. Mm -hmm. I haven't done this before, but I say, let me try. Mm -hmm. That kind of attitude is what will buy you the future. Mm. If you don't have that attitude, you may get a first class from university and find yourself without a job. Personal development for career or yeah, for career growth. Mm. Why is this topic even important? Wow. Yes, so all of us have, I'm sure that other speakers here have spoken about how the world of work has changed, mm -hmm. our economies are rolling off the edge, different things are happening. And a lot of the times when these things are happening, we take it for granted that what we knew yesterday, last year, 10 years ago, will still be relevant to sail us through for the next. It doesn't work like that. So we, we talk about career development based on your personal development because if you do not develop and grow, you will fall off the radar. You will die in the world of relevance. Mm -hmm. Your relevance will shrink and you could die. And we've seen it happen to individuals. We've seen it happen to corporations. We've seen products that were the biggest thing 10 years ago mm -hmm. and now they're nowhere to be found. Mm. So to stay relevant, you need to personally grow to develop your career. I noticed you have some two powerful growth experts quoted. Yes. Steve Covey says, be patient with yourself. Mm. Self-growth is tender. Mm. It's holy ground. There's no greater investment. Mm -hmm. And then Brian Trace also says, personal development is your springboard to personal excellence. Yeah. And it, it, it adds a, a few more things. Yeah. Now you're saying the world is changing. Yes. The workplace is changing. And is this also the economy? Is, is this running from the economy that's changing and the way the global system works? Yeah, so the context really is that we have moved from when we used to do paper, even from just computer, to a highly digitized world. Mm -hmm. Now, I, I know that any leader that takes over an office, an entity, or a country wants to talk about digitization. It's almost as if you can do anything without it. Mm -hmm. So we live in a digital era. Mm -hmm. Everything is digitized. AI, cloud computing, big data, collection analysis, making stories out of these things are big. So that in itself has changed the way we view ourselves and career and individual jobs that come together to deliver results. Mm. So for you as an individual, if you're looking at your career development and you're only thinking of yourself as a finance expert, mm -hmm. a human resource professional, a marketer, and you're not looking at the world through the lenses of digitization, you will not be relevant. Again, the new workplace is no longer this block that's a sudden there and we drive in and out at a particular time. So you clock in, you clock out. Many roles have changed. People are working from beaches, people mm. are working from their bedrooms, yeah. and we saw a lot of that even more prominently during and post-COVID, mm. right? 
Now, um, the new generations are also looking a lot more at not being fixated or um, just focusing on one employer for life. Yeah. Our parents used to do that. I remember when I had to change jobs at some point and my dad called and said, oh, but mommy, you're doing well and you're getting enough promotions and you tell me the salary is great. And I said, that is not just about that. Yeah. You know, the world of work, even then, had shifted from staying in one place for 15, 20 years to looking at what serves me and what serves the employer. So if I feel my relevance at that time is not great, I want to change. Yeah. So the whole gig economy where I deliver a job, I move on, your comeback is based on the quality of delivery or the recommendations I get is what's happening now. Mm -hmm. Again, the world economies are changing. We are mm -hmm. talking about our own here in Ghana. The West is no exception. Everything is turning upside down. And, and really, if you don't look at yourself in that context, it means that you're living in denial. You know what's interesting about what you said? Mm. So I remember when I left university and I wanted to work in media, I had a mentor who was born in the 60s. Yeah. And then he was like, ah, but when am I going to get a proper job? Because <laughs> in his view, media wasn't a proper job. Mm. Okay, so you can tell us the difference between the way somebody born in the 80s perceived economics first class mm. media versus mm. going work in a bank mm. where go, go, go and work at bank of ghana yes right but even with me and people i hire so so yes so i see media as a viable job mm -hmm. as against a, a simple straight jacketed bank job yeah. but guess what people who were born 10 years after me mm -hmm. they want to work for you but work then do their own thing yes so the, the the role model so my role models were people who work in the long term larry king yeah he works in the media for 30 years the yeah. great guy these guys are like, you know what i have my own youtube channel mm -hmm. i want to do my own thing i want to come to work for three hours a day i'm like yes. you are not serious <laughs> like no i have my own studio in my own house so house. why do you want me to come and sit here so it's almost like every generation the way the world of work is perceived changes and the yes. skills also change, right? Yes. So the Gen Xs, that's like 65 to about 79, mm -hmm. viewed work more stoically. They go for a, a role, they climb through the ladder, they get the promotions, they get the big incentives that came with mm -hmm. it, and they were happy. Stable job, stable mm -hmm. family, stable career, okay. happy person. Mm -hmm. Then the 80s to 94, so that's where Bernardi falling. So mm -hmm. the Gen Ys and the millennials, mm -hmm. they are looking at how can I serve my own purpose as well as that of the larger community. Mm -hmm. So these people are looking at working, yes, a bit of a longer term, not too long. So mid-term, they change roles, they do other things, but they're still focused on the primary role. Guess what? The Gen Zs, mm -hmm. <laughs> the 95 to 2012 babies, they are looking at work like, um, this is a gig. I get employed, but it's a gig. Mm. I need to move and do something more. And this is where the whole entrepreneurial conversation became rife. And <clears throat> I even say that sometimes they over glorify it. Yeah. You know, they think that if you don't do anything on the side, then you're not serious. Um, the Gen um, Alpha, so the Generation Alpha 2013, and by 2025, that generation would also be done. They are the ones that we are raising. The millennials are raising this generation. And they wake up, they want to read a book, but they also want to watch it. Mm -hmm. They want to listen to it. They are the ones that are asking, um, why can't I do this? Mm. Why can't I not go to school today? Mm -hmm. So they are the ones that are challenging the status quo. And, and every generation comes with its own view and its own reaction to the place of work. And I tell you, the generational conversations become even more important when you are in a bigger corporation where you have all the generations 
working together. Okay. So all these, based on the generation you are born in, you would realize that your reaction, your attitude, and your own visibility in the career space changes. Mm. People are no longer excited about getting one role and sudden in the same employment for life, no. So what kind of skills do I need? How do I grow myself. So mm. what do you want to tell us? Sure. So the relevant skills in the place of work have also transitioned. In mm -hmm. the past, it was great if you got your first degree. Some even started mm -hmm. from diploma, do um, 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 HND. They do their first degree. They do their master's. By the time they're 50, they're still doing their master's. Um, this has moved. Mm. The relevant skills that employers are looking for, that organizations are placing value on, are not necessarily the paper certificates. They're looking at how well you communicate. Mm. And communication is not about how fluently or fast you speak. It's about how you can actively listen. Listening has become such an important part of communication because there's so much noise and the pace in the world is so fast that if you get somebody who can listen to decipher and filter through the relevance, you get the person move ahead of the pack. We are talking about people who are able to and resolve conflicts properly. So conflict resolution has become a big deal. There's a lot of confusion about the what and the how things are being done. Yeah. And in the workplace, when you have multiple generations, you're looking at individuals who are better able to talk across generations. And so when you have a leader or an employee on mm. your team who is able to pull everybody around and have conversations without hurting people's feelings, you realize that the person is better able to advance more quickly. First impressions are important. Very important. Mm. You don't important. get a second chance to make a first impression. To make a yes. It's a mm. good quote from Will Rogers. Yeah. Mm. So these are key points to, to, to do. Mm -hmm. So I think you, you made a point that without good preparation, you will fail in yes. your career transition. Yes, mm. you will fail. Mm. Um, and and I've, I've ignoring all the things that actually contribute, which has, these are all very known things. I mean, usually if you would spend some time maybe speaking to, um, if there is a very good HR team there, speaking to them, they will tell you, uh, share with you some of the things or the, or the, the very challenges that people who have done their job in the past face, failed in uh, or the things that really that caused them to fail. They will share those things with you so you don't end up repeating them. And so just be very, very intentional about the necessary learning you need to do. And, and what does it entail? Um, the, the, the key component is really how quickly you mm. learn. Mm. You have to learn very, very fast. Mm -hmm. If I remember an old boss of mine saying to me, Kweku, if you're not good to me in one month, you're out of here. Hey. Okay. Uh, <laughs> of course, he didn't mean that literally because, mm. you know, it was a job that probably had about a six-month probation and all of that. But what he was saying is that in one month, you would know whether this person is it or not. And so there is a whole series of learning you must do. Um, if I can go continue with that. Or yes, yes. yes. Uh -huh. So learning in particular, you have to start with, I mean, three key areas. Uh, number one, what are all the technology, um, uh, every aspect of technological learning I need to do within the company? Mm -hmm. So yes, I've joined this company. Maybe the previous company, there were a set of softwares and applications they used to use. Mm -hmm. uh, now here they're using something different. You don't come in suddenly come in to change things. Learn what is this? What are the technology uh, applications that I need to be aware of? The systems I need to be aware of. Getting to understand what really the processes there that I need to really master. Mm. You got to get that. So you're talking about technical learning. Te 
pure with, technical within learning. the learning area yes but apart from technical learning, what other learning do you need to do and then you need to learn about the culture cultural learning the cultural the culture of the organization yes mm. you have to get to know really what's the language mm. how do people behave here mm. what are attitudes like mm -hmm. uh, what, what do people do when they really want to just let it all out I mean mm. how do people just get on mm -hmm. uh -huh. and and you have to really start speaking the lingo you must learn the culture of the place absolutely if you will thrive absolutely mm. absolutely does that include the politics of the place well that actually is the third point okay the politics is very very key and this uh -huh. is where a lot of people feel mm. because most people you know transition saying I don't like the politics I'm gonna <laughs> leave it to them but here's what you need to know mm. every organization whether it's a church whether mm. it's a what uh, whatever company you can think of organizations are inherently political yeah and you really serve your own self a whole lot of good if you learn to at least know who are the key decision makers here? Mm -hmm. Who are the power people, mm. the big influencers? Mm -hmm. Who are the people and how do they make decisions? Mm. And, and how do I get close to getting to know big decisions even before mm. they are made? Mm. This is very, very, very key. Mm. And very often some of these things you will find them among people actually that you don't like. Yeah. And that's the problem. Mm. If you now shy away from it, you're in trouble. So learn from everybody, including people you don't like. Learn from everybody. Learn let's let's come to the next point. So apart from yes. learning very fast, you talk of understanding the situation the business is in. Understand the situation the business is in. Every business really is at some point in a particular mm -hmm. position. Now, whether maybe, of course, it's a new company. Mm -hmm. uh, new companies, of course, the way things will be done probably will be a little bit different. If it is a, a company maybe that has existed, but it's not really quite achieving the results, you come with that understanding, the way you also get on with things will be a little bit different. And then, of course, it could also be a company that's really doing very, very, very well. It's already successful. They need somebody like you to bring in your expertise to maintain that success. Or sometimes it's a company that was doing well some time back and somehow has dipped. That's why they've brought you in. And so understanding the position the organization in sets your priorities as to how I'm going to approach, how I'm going to really succeed in this transition that I've made. Mm. So whether they're in a new business or they're in transition themselves, yes. or they're about to wind up, and then whether they are re-energizing themselves. So you need to learn that. You need to. Do you learn that when you enter or before you get in? Well, it starts. That's a great question. Mm. I often say that your career, whatever transition you enter in, it starts the very day you get told that you've been offered a job. Okay. You don't wait till you now start the job. So mm. and very averagely, maybe you might get the offer maybe a month or two even before you start. That very day. Mm. you begin mm. I remember saying this at a particular meeting the other day and somebody said to me no I start mine when I start and make the decision that I wanted even before I apply mm -hmm. uh, but the key is do a lot of work mm -hmm. before you enter mm -hmm. and then when you enter move with the speed of light all right there's a point I needed you to emphasize which mm -hmm. is the third point on your slide you talk about line up with business priorities in interviewing people for work usually I find that some people come with their own priorities it's like oh when, when I come me, I want to do uh, reporting on agri. About who tells you interested in agri? So, me, I want to do social issues. I'm like, ah, you are. I'm hiring you, and you are telling me what you want to do. You are not telling me what problem you want to solve for me. There you go. And a lot of times, it doesn't end well, as far as I'm concerned. Now, can you comment a bit about that? Where people sort of come with their own priorities without trying to understand what the company's priorities are. That's a bad idea from the beginning. Mm. Regardless of whatever you think you can do, mm. you were not hired to come and change the modus operandi. Mm. 
mm -hmm. you have to always know what is it that business is trying to achieve. And if you've been hired as a manager, how do you align your team mm. to the priorities of the business? Mm -hmm. And it starts really with you lining up with your boss. Mm -hmm. I say this all the time. Your number one priorities are your boss's priorities. Okay. If your boss wants to achieve this, you need to make sure that you line up with them. Mm -hmm. And of course, the assumption is that your boss is also going to align with his boss and then, and then eventually <coughs> goes right to the very top. Mm -hmm. So don't <clears throat> just come in with anything that sits outside of what the business actually mm -hmm. wants to do. Mm -hmm. And then you have to also try and negotiate with your boss what success looks like. Mm -hmm. What would it take for your boss to say, I'm glad I hired you? Mm. What would it take? What does your boss define as good? Mm -hmm. You need to have a very clear template of what good looks like. Mm -hmm. Having that understanding. And then again, also, you have to now um, line up with your boss on how to work with your boss. Mm -hmm. uh, there are some managers that just don't like to be contacted anyhow. Uh, I find in my own personal experience that sometimes I'll meet maybe my subordinates and the minute they meet me on the corridor somewhere, oh, boss, this, this, that, oh, this, this, that. No, 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 no. I don't always want to have those conversations. Sometimes I don't even want to talk about it. I just want to have coffee. I, I, exactly, This is not right? a place I'm bring your stress to. This is not a place for yeah. it. Yeah. Uh -huh. And by the way, you could have sent me an email about mm. it. So you need to understand the way your bosses also like to communicate. So you don't end up just sending things anyhow. These are the things that make you not a likable person. Well, that's a wrap for today's edition of the City Business Edition here on 97.3 City FM. My name is Michael Obudu, your host. Let's connect on Twitter at Mobudu. Catch you same time next week. Stay safe, stay informed and bye-bye. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. Unleashing the power of relevant radio. This is City 97.3. Benjamin Nketia here with the Friday edition of Kickoff and Kickoff is proudly brought to us by Letseho. In the headlines, Ghana's Black Galaxies beat Sudan India second game of the Chan tournament to enhance qualification chances. It's a roadshow weekend. We are at plus two three three Jazz Bar and Grill as Man United take on Arsenal in our top liner of the EPL. And on the transfer front, Arsenal signed Leandro Trossard while Chelsea reached agreement with PSV to sign Winger. Noni Madueke. And let's start off from the camp of the Black Galaxies of Ghana and they recovered from their opening day defeat to Sudan in the second game of the ongoing Chan tournament to beat them uh, by three goals to one. Now goals from Kunedu Yadom, Daniel Efriye, Banya and Sadi Suraj was enough for Ghana as they came back from a goal to win uh, by three goals to one. Ano Walker's side started the game the better side as they created chances but failed to utilize them. Now also in the game, captain of the team Daniel Efriye, Banya was sent off in the game uh, for reckless play. Let's now get to some reaction and let's hear from midfielder David Abagna Sandan speaking about the team's victory. I'm excited, right? Uh, we came into the game uh, having little fears that uh, knowing that if we had lost the game or even played a draw, 
David Abagna Sandan speaking there. Let's now get to some MTN FA Cup action. It's the round of 32. Uh, it's happening this weekend across the country. So on Saturday, there's Bofakwa Tano taking on the Diana Stars. Kotoku Royals will be up against Nzema Kotoko. Great Olympics take on Legon Cities and Benab FC will take on Asante Kotoko on Sunday. The Sky FC versus Karela United and then it's Accra Hearts of Hope versus Legon uh, City. So that's what's happening um, as far as the FA Cup is concerned. Let's get to some uh, English Premier League action for March Week 21. And like I said, it's a roadshow weekend. We are at the Plus 233 Bar and Grill on Sunday from 1pm. So uh, do join us there. Let's watch some football. Uh, the first game, of course, will be between Manchester City and Wolves. And then there's Arsenal versus Man United, which is the big one. But there are also other games happening. There's Liverpool versus Chelsea. That game is the early kickoff game for Saturday. There's Bournemouth versus Nottingham Forest. There's Leicester City versus Brighton. There's Southampton versus Aston Villa. There's West Ham versus Everton. And then there's also Crystal Palace versus Newcastle. United Leeds will be up against Brentford and then the match day itself closes out on Monday with Fulham taking on Tottenham Hotspur. Now ahead of that big Man United versus Arsenal game, Man United manager Eric Ten Hag says he is not worried about midfielder Casemiro's unavailability for their game against the Gunners. Now Casemiro picked up a yellow card with 10 minutes to go in United's one-all draw away at Crystal Palace for a foul on Wilfred Zaha which became his fifth booking of the campaign which results in a one-match suspension. Now United remained the only side to have beaten Arsenal in the Premier League this season. A game Casemiro did not play in and Ten Hag has backed his players to cope without the midfielder. The first was that this game was important. Eh? Um, every game is important and every game in the Premier League is um, is a top game. So um, the second is um, uh, Casemiro is obviously a really important player for us and he's one of the reasons that we are in a position where we are now eh? that's Casemiro. But also, last time we beat Everton, of Everton uh, Arsenal without Casemiro. And so we have a squad, and so we have to fill that gap and make a proper plan. And the squad have to um, have to fill it and make sure uh, that there is a team uh, we already showed how to beat Arsenal. Eric Ten Hag is Man United manager now. Arsenal and Brighton have reached an agreement for the transfer of forward Leandro Trossard. The agreed fee is an initial £20 million plus add-ons and it could reach £27 million. Trossard is now expected to have a medical and finalised personal terms with the Premier League leaders. Now, if the Belgian international is registered by midday uh, today, he will be available to play in the Gunners match against Man United on Sunday. Let's get to the of Chelsea and they have agreed a £29 million deal uh, with PSV Eindhoven to sign winger Noni Madueke. Now there are still final details to sort out in the deal but the player is preparing to travel to England. Now Madueke started his youth career at Crystal Palace before moving to Tottenham. He left Spurs in 2018 for PSV establishing himself as a first team regular in the 2020-2021 campaign scoring 9 goals in 35 games last season. 
season. So that's what's going on on the transfer front. A lot of teams have been busy. Arsenal bolstering their squad. PSV um, uh, selling players to Chelsea Football Club as well. Let's get to some uh, basketball to close it out. There was a really big game last night. The Golden State Warriors taking on uh, the Boston Celtics in a repeat of the final. And it was the Celtics winning in overtime um, by... 118 to 121 in that particular encounter. When you get to some of the other games that were played, you get to um, the Cleveland Cavaliers. They had their own encounter uh, there against the Milwaukee Bucks. So we'll bring you uh, that one. The New York Knicks were also up against the Wizards. 105-116 is how it ended. The Cavs were uh, one. 114-115 losers to the Memphis Grizzlies. And then the Hornets also uh, beat the Rockets by 122 to 117 the Pacers were up against the thunder uh, they lost that game 126 to 106 and then the clippers also lost to the jazz that's all for this morning's edition of kickoff my name is benjamin inketia kickoff was brought to us by lesheho there's more sports at citysportsonline.com this is the city breakfast show the city's biggest conversation the city breakfast show Rise above the noise. Yeah. 
not alone on the night shift i know you, you don't like these cartoons <laughs> you know you charlie you're a very basic man yeah about the song in the beat in the beat. oh my god yeah but how did you become so accustomed to it the commodores the commodores you know yeah. when you are the seventh of eight children yeah. and some of your siblings were born in the 70s and 60s yeah okay and your father has LPs. LPs. Yes, you I listen see. to some things. I see. I see. So they influence you a lot. I'm telling you. Thank you. I was born in the 80s, but I was raised by people who were born in the 70s. I know, right? <laughs> Did you have gamaphone? No, we never. I never. No, in fact, even the LP we had, uh-huh. it never really worked properly. Oh, it was. It was challenging. Yeah. This is the Commodore. Yeah, yeah. They used to do Jerry Kills. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and they were white, white. You know, Jerry Kills were men with Jerry Kills. Thank you. And they were doing formation dance. <laughs> Charlie, like, like, we used to be arrested. <laughs> yeah, Charlie. <laughs> Charlie, they were fine boys who. Yeah, they were good Jerry. Then they would be doing like, you know, they would be dancing three steps to the left, three steps to the right. <laughs> political suit. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, you're lucky they don't have a band. Right? I tell you, Charlie. <laughs> Uh, so it's R and B so yeah you know in those days sometimes you see some brothers holding some really big you know what do you call it stereo stereo yeah, whatever yeah. how do they call it stereo what you know that big something thing. player yeah, yeah, yeah. you yeah. you use a cassette you put cassette sound system your sound system big one you carry it on their shoulder you know how this you know in those days when you come to us you have a big sound system you see a big <laughs> big sound system by the way this song was re- released guess when the song was released guess when mm. the song was released but this must be sometime in the 70s no it was not in the 70s oh, really it was released in 1985 85 wow i think that's not recent to you know Oh, if you were born in 1985, you know how old you'd be? You'd be around 38. You're almost 40 years old. Yeah, but it's... it's, it's, it's 1985, far. When you say far, then you are talking about blema. Do you know who was the Minister of Finance in 1985? It must be your man. Uh, the late uh, Kwesi 1985, yeah. there was no internet too. <laughs> No, there was, but there was the no, military were using. No, there was nothing. No, no, no. You know all these technologies we Charlie, use these days. A computer was as big as the headquarters. <laughs> <laughs> so how were they living in 1985? They were calling Telegram and doing uh, GT Ghana Telecom. Bobby, 1985. Yeah. They take a car to Accra. Yes. And go and make a call. Yes. And come and back. One telephone. You book the call. Actually. <laughs> but to be frank, as recent as the early 2000 you know if any time i wanted to call my mother i had to go to the telecom center to book the call 
and then she also but 2000 from is still far away 2000 is 23 years ago it's not do you far know, like do you know 23 years no it's not far like that you know it's just <laughs> as recent as um, you know 23 years Sky, ago. the world has changed so rapidly that even in like stuff that we used to do in 2009 2010 mm-hmm. like most of the things i want to learn in my mba in 20 2008 yeah they the almost obsolete yeah, yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's it's old, it's <laughs> like it's, i don't even know how people are living in those times yeah. yeah but they used to do good music yeah that's the thing so even though they, they didn't have internet so they did and which also meant that they were less distracted mm-hmm. because we you know the average child the average 12 year old now mm-hmm. he needs so many stimuli he's, he's watching youtube he has mm-hmm. a phone he has mm-hmm. to do this so there's a lot of things influencing the way we live mm-hmm. so in the 80s they, they didn't have the level of sophistication we have mm-hmm. but their music was very good exactly in fact their music is probably even better yep yeah yep. music yep. is yep. like wine so this is uh, yeah. the Commodores and then of course Lana Richie became the breakthrough yeah. artist among that group uh-huh. the people the, the, the thing is Ghetto Blaster yeah Ghetto Blaster <laughs> Ghetto Blaster from Nigeria Ghetto Blaster <laughs> you know some of the people the one they were running away back to they carry Ghetto Blaster the only thing that they carried yes. Those days when they do a dancing competition, the winner will get a ghetto blaster. A ghetto blaster. And there was there was Hitachi, there was Javis, there was Sanyo, there was Sonny. You travel to Abruzzi. Bring ghetto blaster. Big Ghanaian, you know Ghanaians will hold it on a plane. Ghetto blaster. How is that case you don't know? So, so, so now, you know, so the companies I used to do those things, now they do it like minimalist small. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah, come, there's a small a home theater. Uh, thank you. The thing doesn't have to be big. Yeah. But those, the radio system was big. Yeah. Multiple no. cassette player. <laughs> and then no, no video deck. Yeah, video. <laughs> you know, I used to live at Firestone. There was a place called Rank Video Library. Uh-huh. We'll, go and, we'll go and borrow. The video. Yes, video deck. The, uh, you watch, come and watch yeah, the video. Yeah. If you don't have a video deck, it means that you're not rich. <laughs> <laughs> when you go to America and can't bring video deck. You need to bring video yeah. deck. Yeah, yeah, and put it inside. Like, but if you don't be the correct one, by the time you realize that you didn't do so, if you pull it out, uh, then you see that you know the tape inside yes. will be following you. But you know, one of the things that has worried me uh-huh. how like cinema life has is died because, yeah, in the Western world, people still go when I, when I travel to the Western world, I still go to watch movies. Mm-hmm. Like, almost every major town has like a cinema mm-hmm. here, apart from the one that was Silver Bird. Yeah, I don't because when I was in the 80s, mm-hmm. I and I have to confess, I have a friend called McAfee. I mean, we used to go and watch, we used to go and watch Chinese movie. Mm-hmm. And there was a cinema in Madina called Sansi, Sansi okay. Madina Market, 12 uh-huh. o'clock. Uh-huh. We go and watch it, yes, in the middle of the market. Uh-huh. Because you didn't, if you don't have video deck in the house, uh-huh. you don't get to watch color TV. The only time you can entertain uh-huh. yourself, so you go to Sansi, mm-hmm. go and pay some money and go and watch. Mm-hmm. But these days. I don't know if people even go and watch videos, uh, the movies anymore. Well, I mean, you, you see, know? the culture out there is still very much vibrant. Um, sometimes you still see people. I mean, here the middle class people yeah. would normally Net- go to the no, they don't Netflix. They are watching at home. Uh-huh. They don't want to go out. Yeah. They don't chew popcorn. <laughs> it's almost like everything is in your house. Somebody sits in his room with his laptop. He has uh-huh. downloaded two hundred movies and or, or phone. Charlie, but you see, so so it nice. is the added offerings that we have in the west that we don't find spoiling here things. and of course if you talk mm-hmm. to the older people they will tell you that the military days mm-hmm. apparently compromise all of these ah uh, you mean when you couldn't go for 
yeah, these the nightlife was destroyed. Uh, Samens will always recount the story. No, but I'm not even talking about nightlife. Like to go to a, like take your kids to a movie. It's, it's almost the same thing. How many movie places do we have in Accra these days? Uh, or uh, even in Ghana. So in Kumasi and those places. If okay, so if you live in Ho mm-hmm. and you want to go and watch a movie with your children, where will you go? I, honestly, that one I don't know. Or if you live because in Because when I was Accra, was I, when I was in Adafia, oh. no. So you see, you have one Oklu here. Mm-hmm. There was an Oklu home. Uh huh. In the, so somebody's the house. Town, yeah, that's right. Town proper. It wasn't a cinema, so they would put benches there, oh, and then they would put, you know, the TV, the TV, the one with the hunchback, the yeah. big back, the, 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 what? black and white. As time moved on, you had uh, what do you call it? Black, uh, what do you call it? Color television. Yeah. And then it was powered by largely uh, battery, car battery. Charlie, you watch when you go to some, like I was in, I was in New York. You go to Broadway. Uh-huh. Broadway when, when we watch, you know, these. Uh, and uh, uh les miserable and these nice nice um uh, what do you call it uh, classics classics yeah you can go with your family you mm-hmm. pay and sit down they'll come mm-hmm. in and buy popcorn ice cream Charlie, then they'll play the, you know uh-huh. Charlie, i don't know our life is not nice again <laughs> <No>. <laughs> the life the life the life spoil <laughs> back then in the new, there was also piccolo what is that it wasn't any proper uh what do you call it um, you know, movie theater or anything. Yeah. Again, somebody's, uh, what do you call it, building, you go in the mm. 2.30, you go and watch Chinese movie. Or you watch something. Or j- and you know, this, this, you see, this is also part of development. Uh-huh. To go and watch Phantom of the Opera. Thank you. You know, it's the sound of music, uh-huh. Lion King. That's right. You know, uh-huh. go with the family. Uh-huh. Born properly. <laughs> yeah. Charlie, everybody's at home. Charlie, Accra, I don't even know where you can go. It's all way. <laughs> we need to we need to create a silver bed in each town by by law yeah and forcible to go out how do you do that how do you compel people to go so out? you can say for example that before i give you a permit for a, a shopping mall mm-hmm. you must create a space for a movie theater as part of my permit process yeah, but the or we, okay we even force we just encourage you to say look uh, anc more Accra more achimata mm-hmm. more have the movie hall. let mm-hmm. people come and watch movie mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know when people go out like that it helps the social you know living what you call it beverages which mm-hmm. are non-alcoholic sometimes mm-hmm. alcoholic you mm-hmm. do very well so it helps the night economy mm-hmm. elsewhere cities don't sleep mm-hmm. or towns don't sleep mm-hmm. People work overnight. Everybody is asleep. It is only in a few cases that you have, say, for instance, in the corporate where some banks are working 24 hours because transactions have to be handled overnight. But you see, if we are able to but, develop... But, but let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. I'm not even talking about work. Mm-hmm. Working in the night is not a sign of development. No, but it, you see, if, if the economy is doing that well, there's yeah. proper nightlife, then people are working at night to for, serve people who are going out. Because you rest. Would you work at night for what? To, but, to do what? For instance, for instance. No, what are you? Must arrest. What do you want to achieve? No, but it is not everybody who works during the day. Charlie. And as we speak, there are people who are doing. Unless it's like maybe like a stock exchange or this like business process outsourcing where like they have a call center that mm-hmm. works. So like maybe because Ghana is in the center of the world, mm-hmm. maybe the Indians are waking up. So if our call center people stay awake late, mm-hmm. they can sort of take advantage of the twenty-four hour cycle. But what, what do you that, think the people in the clubhouses do at night? Oh, well, no, no, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm talking about nightlife. No, yeah, I'm not talking. I'm talking. You see, you are talking about work. Mm-hmm. If it's entertainment related work, uh-huh. yeah. I'm like. But you talk about banks work twenty four hours. We should, no, no, no. I'm no, saying that. that I'm just mentioning that as an exception ah, to okay. what's happening generally. Ah, okay. There are friends who will tell me that they are going to work and they are running the night shift. Ah, okay. And and you see, when this happens, then you can also see that the the petrol stations will also work twenty four hours.
it is encouraging that you see today pharmacies are working 24 hours and all of that but you see night's life generally is dead but the night and the economy is not helping the night is fast but is it <laughs> i must work while it is day for the night cometh when no man can wake so what's your problem brother ah! the world has moved on oh, from please. the days of and what, no, what, are we are, what are we achieving with all these night works? Oh, no, no. You see, so for instance, when you go to London, yes. are you not proud that to a large extent the yes. city is functioning? What, 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 is, what, what, what is prideful about that? That they are working at night. I sleep, I just wake up and go to work. <laughs> the fact that they are working at night, well, how does that help me? Bernard, it helps others in the economy who would not otherwise have been engaged in the morning, but I engage at night. So they sleep during the day mm. and work at night. And it is good like that. For that instance, is, you see, a station like that. God has designed the night for you to sleep. Just sleep. Wake up in the morning and work. What is this thing? Let's work at night. Let's but the this whole world thing. cannot sleep at night. Mm. So the, the moment have to you work, do that. Yeah, some people have to work at night. Uh-huh. But not the, most of us will just sleep. The rest want to work at night. They are both carry night, so they must work at night. They are both do night work. No, no, no. The law is that you can't carry nice oil in this country. Alright, so I'm going to wish a few quick happy birthdays. Please, uh, please ignore us. We are just messing around. But 1985 is not uh, recent. It's very long ago. Happy birthday to our love, a virtuous woman, a sweet mother, and a darling wife, Jacintha Hagan. As we celebrate you today, we pray the good Lord grant you all your heart desires. Lots of love from Echo Paco, Nanayao, and Ellie. Happy birthday. Greetings also coming in to Nathan Said Them Go of Cornerstone International Academy. You are nine years old. We wish you the very best from your little sister Fafa, your mom and uh, Adam and the Medina crew. Happy birthday to my brother Isaac Kofi Boating, aka Kofi Boot, CEO of EMB Foods Company Tema. I wish you the best life has to offer and seek Allah's mercy and protection for you and the family. From your boss and brother Sheikh Ahmed Nkrumah of Jada Foods Committee 25. Wishing Timothy Delacosi Goba of uh, KNUSA happy birthday from Tsinu, Augusta and Comfort Goba. Mm-hmm. Also wishing President Chairman and the Ogboro of my heart, Mr. Edmond Tete of the State Broadcaster GBC, a blessed birthday. Your, your values and principles in life are enough to deepen my love and admiration for you. Happy birthday, my love, and enjoy heavenly blessings in your new age. Return Pabe. Have you finished doing PR for NCC before you are sending this message to your husband? <laughs> <laughs> hey! Look at the raps. Your values and principles in life are enough to deepen my love and admiration for you. Happy birthday, my love, and enjoy heavenly blessings for your new age. Thank you. Uh, and this is coming in from Rita, who works with the NCCE. Mm-hmm. Also wishing Dr. Mrs. Nanekia Bakoma Ejiman appear a, a very good pediatrician of Komfuanochi Kumasi. A happy, happy birthday from Theodora Abaka Akwa. Theodora Abaka Akwa. Song, this is yeah, song, yeah, proper song. song. Uh, and, and let me let me join in the birthday wishes uh, to wish Feruza mm-hmm. Masa Namu Ali, 
Um, the daughter of the Honorable Amasan Namwale. Um, hey, is he there? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Really. I was driving in Chado sometime and I saw Namwale Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that be, that's his governance. <laughs> Me, Amasan Namwale. <laughs> the name alone will win him. Yeah, big man, Charlie. <laughs> Amasan Namwale. Big man, too much. Yeah, that's right. I graduated with her recently at the Ghana School of Law. Mm. Uh, she's a fantastic woman, mm -hmm. kind at heart, mm. and uh, she means a lot to I've been hearing some very interesting guy names. My one of my sons came home and said, he has a mate in class called Nimbokobi. <laughs> Somebody's on. Charlie. 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 You know the knee names, the knee I the knee Amate, they are normal. But the knee Amasa Namwali, Nimokubi, I heard the names. That's a name. That's a strong name. And this is from Niboy Kojo II with his sub-chiefs and the entire Bawe Kwate family. Thank you. They want to wish Ni Adam Kwate Kwate 100 years of life and a Jordan Jubilee of great works. Ni Adam Kwate Kwate is very special and surely honor is due for all his great experiences life has given him. We say Aiko Son Lokpakpa. Is that spread Son S O O N L O? No, this one there is above my Son Lokpakpa. Or good servant. No, that was OJ can explain. So we we say Aiko for the good works you have done for Bawe, for Gan Asene, Pakpache. And the entire Ghana state, we are eagerly awaiting for this day to arrive to celebrate the golden milestone of our newest centenarian. From the depths of our heart, we love you. You are the best that we could have found. Aiko, son, lock, pakpa. Long live Ni Adam Kwate Kwate. Long live Balu. Charlie, something. Can you help me, lad? Long live Balu Bobilo. We Bobilo. Charlie, what? Long live Balu Bobilowi. Long live Gan Asrek Pakpachewi. Charlie, eh, like Papa. Charlie, it means that the man holds a lot of time. The guy is called Ni Adam Kwate Kwate Balu Bobilo. We. What is Bobilo? Hunter. Oh, I know it. Hunter. And Gan Asrek Pakpache. What's Pakpache? Well, I, I don't I because don't in our language, Papa is dark. <laughs> so it sounds like that. But these are titles. No, the guy is a big man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. It's no, the man is 100 years old. It's called Ni Powerful Adam Kwate Kote. Wow. I, I, I have a few more. Happy birthday to Mrs. Gifty Adam Abrahams of Achedi Beats mm -hmm. from Albi. Have a great one. Apparently, pakpache means kindness. Oh, pakpache. A very special birthday. 
Charlie, be Happy 40th birthday to our handsome and hardworking boss, Mr. Kwame Prempe. God continue to strengthen you and achieve more from the Ghana Electronic Procurement System, GANEP Secretariat. So Selassie is saying that Bernard, the jelly curls as you call it is actually jelly curls. Oh, jelly. It is our people who called it jerry kel so oh i see so the thing that commodores <laughs> do you know that thing they do when they, they do the has jelly jelly oh it's actually jelly so it's not jelly so you see you know i saw some two women fighting in the man yes. and then they were saying that oh when you jelly pomolo agogo pomolo do you understand what it means no i don't understand. It, it is not they are not the, the guys are not watching jerry kels they're they watching and that's <laughs> Charlie, <laughs> no, I want to ask you a question. Why is it that in the 80s we were doing Jerry Kells? The American men, why were they doing it? In, oh, in America? Yeah, like Commodores, Lionel Richie and things, they were doing Jerry. I think it's validation. It's just validation. They wanted to look like the white people. Yeah, yeah. Unco- subconsciously, it was validation. And they put cream in the Sometimes they cream. A Negro hair, which is supposed to be straight, but yeah. tough. They want to so relax it, let it look like what you see in the films, what you see in the movies. Because yeah. I mean, film and movies were dominated by white people, uh-huh. so, don't so look like them. this is what we see, and this is how we want to look like. And in so doing, they also carve their own, um, you know, yeah, about what is activator. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's a chemical that they use to to spark. I tried that in sparkle. I tried that rice before during Christmas. You know, you know what? We're much younger. You see, your parents put their creams in here. You know, so they, 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 some some creams be like that. When to carry a different. <laughs> Christmas time, Charlie. You, so, you want to, you want to do so, <laughs> Charlie? Charlie, you know what? Charlie lost my you, you know what? Sky, Sky <laughs> used. No, Sky used something called Yomo Samla. <laughs> One of our colleagues, the manager of Boku, went to went to do. <laughs> he went to put sporting waste, but like the thing was activator. <laughs> Half of his hair got bent. Remember, you use Yomo Samla. Then Yomo Samla, when you use that, your hair becomes like you have cash your cock. <laughs> So let's still produce activator. I think so. Yeah, we, know. Know. <laughs> we have suffered in this <laughs> one. Anyway, don't forget that Lesheho is reminding you to update your records because per the directive from the BOG, the Ghana card is now the only accepted form of ID for all financial transactions. Visit any Lesheho branch to update your records with your Ghana card to enable us to serve you better. Call 057-406-5958. That's 057-406-5958. Lesheho, let's improve life. I hate to interrupt this song. I'll play it for you when I'm done. But from now to the end of March, insure your vehicle with Imperial General Assurance and win handsome rewards. It's instant. Insure and pick your rewards, fuel coupons, gas, uh, gift vouchers, special souvenirs, and more. And here's the deal. Imperial is giving you a free one-year life insurance cover as part of your motor insurance cover. So get it double from Imperial General. Call 0302-788-955. Imperial General, solid protection.
And in this day and age where rent charges are high, cost of land is high, rocketing, landlords are giving you a hard time, Ego Flip is here to make home ownership more realistic. A real estate gaming company that rewards how prices in three easy steps. Log on to egoflip.com, register with phone number or email address, buy as many tickets as possible. What makes the Ego Flip uh, win big game unique is that even if you don't win the ultimate prize, which is always a house, will reward you with loyalty points equivalent to three dollars per ticket. Meanwhile, Prospectus Ghana introduces a new short code star four four seven star eight nine nine hash. Let me repeat star four four seven star eight nine nine hash. Now this is to help parents and guardians make installment payments towards items required for the award school admissions. Now we know that school reopening can be financially burdensome. So this is to help to help make the preparation for school much easier. We're also a one-stop shop for all school items and a supplier of good quality brand chalk, white A4 sheet for all your printing jobs. Prospectus Ghana on the graphic road opposite Toyota, call 0500-600-607. Prospectus Ghana, your one-stop shop for all school items and stationery. It's 8.30, City Breakfast Show's Friday's edition. Let's bring you your money before we talk about other things this morning. Alright, so by popular request, and based on how salient it was, I'm going to repeat yesterday's confusion uh, tip so confucius says if your plan is for one year plant rice and the rice master is here if your plan is for 10 years plant a tree and if your plan is for 100 years educate children now, i haven't had anything as profound as this in a long time and this is confucius and it's interesting he uses rice because you know in China there's something called the rice paddy mentality. Mm-hmm. The fact that planting rice is such a difficult thing and requires such deliberate attention and care. Mm-hmm. A lot of those middle uh, working classes, by the time they even get to university, they would have worked on a farm mm-hmm. planting rice. And the discipline and the selflessness required to nurture rice can be translated into your own life yeah. but he says if your plan is for you you can do rice mm-hmm. but there are some things that can outlast you which is educating a child fantastic stuff coming in from your money brought to you by cbg cbg we stand with you join the conversation on the city breakfast show on facebook at facebook.com forward slash city 97.3 twitter at twitter.com forward slash city 973 and instagram at instagram.com forward slash city 973 with a hashtag city cbs
This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. doesn't want to own the jerry curls that's my problem <laughs> you know <laughs> you know you know rollers they used to put rollers in their head Tell me. <laughs> so it wasn't you just know, the activator eh? no, no no that's no. a different one oh, that's, that's <laughs> permi or what yeah for per, them, yeah. For perm they, had, they used to rollers so yeah. the men used to do that too no 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 Are men you? will use that no no drug bad does but man, that's but it. That's it. Like it's it's it, actually huh? Jerry Kills. It's not Jelly Kills. Uh, are you Jerry Kills? Kills? Oh, yes, Jerry Kills. It's, oh, really? It's Jerry Kills. And, um, you know, I, I, I walked in and you guys were talking about yeah. it. But, um, you know, my friend she- she- Shelly Aqua Harrison okay. prompted me that, ah, but this thing, you know, it's it's actually Jerry Kills. Jerry Kills? Yes, it's Jerry Kills. Like Jerry Rollins? No. <laughs> you, know, you know, the Jerry is actually somebody's name. Hey. He was a famous hairdresser in the US. Hey. And his Jerry is spelled J H E R I. Oh, Jerry Kells. Oh, like Jerry, Jerry, Jerry um, the, the full name is Jerry Redding. Jerry Redding. J H E R I. He was a specialist yes. in that type of Jerry. He no, he, he it was it was his um if like he um crafted that whole uh curly um Oh. Silky, you know, wet look thing. Charlie. Yeah. So Jerry Redding is the name. Is the of the name. Guy. So yes. we shouldn't brothelize and say Jelly Kells. No, it's not Jelly Kells. It's Jerry. Jerry. Yeah. Jerry. No, maybe the person is from the Ashanti area and wants to put another. No, 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 Where do you know where in the US he was based? Uh-huh. Um, not. My, well, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't yes, searched yeah. anything about him. But this is what yeah. I remember. So the, the Commodores were in the seventies or eighties. 80s or what year? No, Commodores were the, the, the Commodores proper 70s. 70s. These are um, a, a group of students from Tuskegee University. Oh, historic black university. Yes, yes. 
Oh, and they like to wear white white. I'm telling you. And they were doing formation dance. No, they did it. <laughs> they did it. So, you know, group when and they, they wear political suit. When they left uni in Tuskegee. Okay. Um, okay, okay kept okay. the group for a while. And then early eighties they went their separate so, But Lana Richie became Lana the most successful of, of that. In the music. In the music. Yeah. What did the others go and do? Um, I honestly haven't followed, but but they uh, all went their way, uh, and and you know, Lana Richie is the one who has the highest recall, um, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Um, but there was a time in Ghana men too were doing bushy hair. In fact, before that, just looking at um, a website with details on this particular thing, Simon's is talking about Jerry Kells. Yeah, that's right. Mm. So by the end, says that um, the. What do you call it? Jerry Kells are making a comeback, a look hey. back at the history. history <laughs> and they are making a comeback. Yes, yeah, right. So, <laughs> in this country, it says that the late 1980s, Jerry Kell, also known as Jerry Kell, okay, or Jerry Kell. So okay. one spelled with uh, J E R R Y, uh-huh. the other J E R I. In a sense, you know, was the signature style of a generation that okay. has come to represent some of the most iconic. Samensi's generation. Yeah, that's right. Fashion <laughs> well, and of me and the, okay these are people were older yeah, yeah, when yeah. you were in form one and two okay popularized yeah. by legendary michael jackson's trailer album cover in 1982 okay the hairstyle has been regarded as a cultural staple for the black community Charlie. now it goes on to give you some history however a few people are familiar yeah. with the rules of uh, this famous hairstyle mm-hmm. and how to both create and maintain it mm-hmm. now the advent of uh, the jerry kell goes back to the 1970s mm-hmm. and an irish american man named jerry Redding. Redding oh. was a hair care entrepreneur that you get founded you get the Jerry the Hair Company mm. Nexus in 1979. Mm. A son of Irish immigrants, Redding grew up in a farm in Illinois. Uh, during the Great Depression, he became interested in beauty. The, the beauty. So in we get we get it. Yeah, that's right. So that's Jerry Redding. Okay, so now that we are on the, on the subject, so uh-huh. they they also used to dress differently in the 80s, didn't they? They had these slim sort of bar. Yeah, they, 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 they sort of had slim fitting dresses. Yeah, yeah, that's right. in the 70s. Was that the 70s? Yeah, with the bar. The bar, 70s. In the 70s. And then the thing would tighten their and like then, the 70s into the early And then 80s. the other thing that I, most of the pictures, they used to be very slim. Well, was the it, slim uh, people used to take pictures. <laughs> or was it poverty? <laughs> <laughs> the rolling chain. <laughs> no, the slim people used Don't to take pictures. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I don't know about you, but if you go and look in like albums of the 70s and the 80s, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody was slim. then they look hungry no, 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 and they wear no, afro no. on top. What's happening in the world? Were there fat people in those days? Oh, yeah, of course, really? of course. Well, those people must have been eating very well because no, I've no, never no, seen no, a no. picture of a fat person in the 70s. No, 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 <laughs> When my father's generation in the university show you their pictures, uh-huh. you see the way they wear this Charlie, the tight things they were wearing. Pa. Yeah. <coughs> they were fat people in the 70s. Yeah, yeah, the 80s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, if you cool say so. <laughs> anyway. Oh, my word. So, I'll just do a few things before I. I got a message last week when you interviewed, when you did the part two. Of your interview with uh, Duncan Williams and Reverend Markwe. One of my uh, listeners in Takrade. 
you know, he wanted me to ask you some questions. And mm. since this is the first while time, you are looking for the how about we do some of the yes, comments? Yes, since you have come, I'll ask you. Yeah, yes, mm. there's some questions I should ask you. So I'm going to ask you those. You have it. You have it. No, send them to me. I can't find it. Okay, so some of the comments coming in. Uh, this one says, Bernard, the thing uh, in name be ghetto black star. So he's referring to what we're talking about from uh, ah, Nigeria, those people coming back. Ghetto black star. Sound system. Yes. Sound yes system after the 90s. Echoing in the ghetto. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, man. My love for sound R&B grew uh, when my uncle B was trying to toast some uh, abotre woman. And he says that Opana was always recording these songs. Was he successful? <laughs> this one says, Hello City, activator is used to make Jerry girls pop out and shine. You know, those of you who have apps, eh? uh-huh. you can take Richie Sky's picture and put Jerry girls on his head. <laughs> oh my God, he looks nice. <laughs> But why was it always wet? You know, Charlie, if you make a mistake, Charlie. Because the heat under the camera. Charlie, they to be sweating. Chamchaka. And uh, this one says, you guys are cracking me up this morning. Mm. People even put the activator in their hair. People still do it. Yeah, that's right. And it goes on to say that uh, I think the new name for activator now is hair relaxer. I wonder. Uh, This one says, Papa. Or oh, oh, it it's was, one of the names given to the son of Quete. Uh, Quete. Or Kwate. You know the girls, their names are Kuts. Yeah, that's right. Okay, yeah, yeah. it gives you so, an indication of what's So, Quete's son is Kpakpa. 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 Ni Kpakpa. Yeah. So, what about the other one I mentioned? Uh, which which other one? Ni Amasa. Ni uh, Amasa. Oh, that one, it'd be like the Honorable Amasa Namwale. Powerful name. Like, it's... Ali means to know something, right? Namo Ali. Okay, Namo. I don't know. Namo is who? Yeah, Namo. And who knows? Obali to know. So I don't know yeah. whether who will know. Maybe who knows tomorrow? I don't know, Charlie. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Namo Ali. Na- Namo Ali. <laughs> who knows? I they love the name. <laughs> Namo Ali. Namo Ali is great. <laughs> no, he's personalized the street. He's a big man. He's a big man. Ba, 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 ba. And one says, "What Safo Katanka is the Ghanaian living legend version of the Jerry Curls people, yeah. Charlie." <laughs> Danny Lumba is on the side too. Let's be careful here. <laughs> <laughs> A special shout out to Efua Kisi Nyame, head of marketing Multi Choice Ghana, and Linda Entry, head of marketing Go TV. Happy birthday from all of us at Primus Advertising. We wish you many happy returns. May God continue to bless you with good health and sound mind in Jesus' name. This is coming from Reverend Wale. That's right. Okay. And, and better, let me say good morning um, to uh, Mrs. Sylvia Selom Dovu mm-hmm. of Accra, Newtown. You are a fantastic woman mm-hmm. and uh, you are always listening to 97.3 City FM and particularly the mm-hmm. City Breakfast Show. We mm-hmm. celebrate you this morning mm-hmm. and uh, good morning to your husband, Christian. Now, this is now somebody is explaining why the pictures were, the fast people didn't take pictures. Oh, <laughs> said those days fashion was modeled around slim, okay. almost thin men and women. Oh. Oversize wasn't on. Oh, Charlie, oh. it made fat and obese Charlie, people have this a, is somebody's fabrication. People were, everybody was taking pictures. Ah, so what is he talking about? He said those days, do you know Mami Glamour? No, yeah. have you heard of Mami Glamour? Was that, that was Mami Glamour. Who is that? Ask, ask Accra mm. who Mami Glamour is. Or Makola woman, or why she was Agbo. Mami Glamour is the epitome of fatness. And she used to just sit down. Yeah, man. Mami Glamour. And command. Yeah. So to say that uh, being fat was out of fat. How can you say that there were no fat people here? No, 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 no
they didn't feel comfortable taking pictures. Oh, no, no, no. It's I not think they're stretching it. It's yeah. stretching it. I mean, look, it, it just happens that you see a lot of pictures. But there are pictures of fat people. So In the 70s. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. But if yeah, you see yeah, one, send yeah. it to me. <laughs> <laughs> So many things happening this season. Let me remind you again that the Heritage Caravan is fast. Charlie, look at some pictures of the first. by a flower. They were, were wearing bar, you know bar. Oh, but my son, your generation, they do me something. <laughs> what is that? That's like three different, you can sew for 10 people. <laughs> I, I was in the 70s. I, I was of the 80s. Oh, you? Yeah, I was of the 80s, yeah. Oh, but I was in yeah, the 70s. This material. I dissociate myself from the bar issues. 70 years. <laughs> That's enough shoe. <laughs> guarantee the enough shoe. <laughs> I know if it talks. Yeah. Oh, forget what I was even saying. I was going to say something. I forgot what I was oh, saying. Heritage caravan. Yes. Proceed. So I was saying that the heritage caravan uh-huh. is fast selling out. Uh-huh. So this, you know. The way the caravan works, you have to plan for it. Mm-hmm. You know, as I always say, schedule your pleasures because your pain will schedule itself. Mm-hmm. So, Heritage Caravan. Now, we are not saying call and make an inquiry. Mm-hmm. Call and secure your seat. That's right, my pain. Now, you see, what, 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 what that does is that it lets us plan properly and give you a better experience. For most things, when you do last minute, it's like, oh, we are not sure of the number. Look, we know what we want to do. Three buses. Mm-hmm. We are not going to increase the size. And some of the people on the buses are coming in as partners. So, you want to call this week and secure your seat for the caravan this year we are moving so we have two routes we use some years we start we go westward and then some years we go eastward this year we are starting we are going eastwards so we start from great Accra, go through the volta region connect through the eastern region to ashanti all the way to upper east before coming down through the western corridor it's seven days of unimaginable fun a lot of education great social interactions a breath of fresh air for me even for your mental health right sitting in accra or kumasi for the whole just drive around join us as we explore the beauty of ghana you know and you are in a bus some people are seeing jama some are reading books mm-hmm. you know people are eating people you know, are so drinking. there were three buses mm-hmm. so the kojajima is bus mm-hmm. no nana to force bus mm-hmm. they, they were just Play music and drinking, and and enjoying themselves. Yeah, and then there's some bus, Joey's bus. Mm-hmm. They're reading storybooks. Hey, Charlie, yeah, probably be discussing. Yeah, yeah. Like Ghana, you know, he was doing, like, giving them some history of the places. <laughs> yeah, and then so my my bus is like a honey hole. Uh-huh. They were seeing Jama at the and back, and the front people were singing. Uh-huh. A lot of fun on the heritage caravan. Uh-huh. And then when you get to the town, uh-huh. so you visit a culturally sensitive or culturally important place. Then the evenings. Yeah. So there's like a dinner bonfire. dance, there's a ball, there's a bonfire. So it's not just traveling around the country. Mm-hmm. It's basically having a year's a year's value of fun in a week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A year's value of education. I always tell people, one of the best ways of learning is to go out. So I can read 10 books about the Northern region. But that is not as good as actually going there. The experience you get. Talk to people, go to Red Clay. Meet the people. Talk to Ibrahim Mahama. Let him tell you what he's doing with that thing. 
meet the locals and have discussions with them. So, as I say, it's almost one year of knowledge because guy, you can read a lot of books. Traveling to 13 regions in a week. It's, a it's amazing. It's you see all kinds of things. And I don't have, I, I don't, look, City has done a lot of things. And I know sometimes you're a very innovative guy. But I'm not sure you've done anything as innovative as Heritage Caravan. Even you have to confess. <laughs> From from Coca Cola to Joy FM, I think we are still work, we are still working progress. <laughs> no, no, no. Like I'm, I'm pushing it like to, to the computer you used to sell. Charlie. To I, I don't know. To Sierra Leone and Liberia. To, to, to the old school reunion. <laughs> to business Olympics. <laughs> to what else have you created? I I I mean I mean caravan for me is Charlie. Uh, this must be from the tourism sector you know it is yeah so because you know that thing you know the thing is that these ideas they don't come it's not like you go to school to learn it so some of it's iterative right yeah so it's yeah, like yeah. you are thinking of solving a problem incrementally yes uh-huh. but how did the heritage caravan come about um, caravan okay so caravan when i when i used to teach um tourism mm. marketing Mm. Um, level 300, oh, level mm. 400. Mm-hmm. I think it was UPSC. A, yeah, UPSC level 400 students. Mm-hmm. So, um, I used to take my students out to day trips. Oh, okay. yeah. So, okay. we rent a bus, two buses, three buses, and then we do the trip to experience what to you experience are talking about. What we are teaching, mm-hmm. you know. And so, with time, I introduced it to city. Mm. And so, remember, we used to do the day trips Go and to come. Almina, Castle, and, you know, to Volta region okay. and all that. But there was a day that we were having this discussion about tourism opportunities and the issue. Oh, so it was on air? No, actually, in, in oh. office. Ah, okay. um, uh, road networks that uh-huh. do not... Um, do us a good service by mm-hmm. connecting yes. us to the tourism opportunities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we just said that, look, why don't we organize a trip mm-hmm. to the regions? Mm-hmm. And that was for ourselves Ooh, in the office. Okay. okay you know, okay. and everybody was interested in it. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay, I'm going to just take an audacious step. Mm-hmm. Let's put it out on and radio ask and ask who will be interested. Who wants to join us. Yes. Like we did for the Rwanda trip. Exactly. Who would want to join us. Okay. And so we put it, this was in 2015. Okay. So we put it out and that day, that day when we said it, we got 20, 20 people. Who said they would join us on a trip around, around the country. Around the country in okay. one week. And okay. so okay. it gave us an indication that look, this could be um, a way of exploring Ghana, letting people see the other side of Ghana. Mm. So that's how we. Developed. So at the time, the idea of even sleeping in hotels, visiting cultural sites, may not have been formed. It was not at all. Mm. So ours was less, less have an experience mm-hmm. of what pertains elsewhere outside of Accra, mm-hmm. and so we mapped out all the regions and we made sure that we visited every one of them. Mm. So typically, it's a road trip. The experience mm. is on, on the, the road. road. Yes, uh, because we spend maybe eighty percent of the entire time on, on the, the road, road in transit. Mm-hmm. So that's how we we came up with the idea, which mm. has become the heritage caravan. No, but it's become so. I, I, I don't know how to put it. It's, it, it 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 actually offers an unforgettable experience. My God, and you know something that stays with you for a very long time. But how did you pull off the hotels? the buses the cost because think about it you are traveling you are visiting a, a tourist site that you have to pay for yeah you're sleeping in a hotel you're eating breakfast and dinner mm-hmm. 
right and that's expensive very expensive you know so some friends who who um to be honest when this thing, when we were starting there were two people i consulted mm-hmm. okay my friend very good friend my classmate herbert um alote kofi mm-hmm. um who who's of blessed memory today Mm. as we speak. Mm. Um, Herbert was a tour operator and a consultant. Mm -hmm. So Herbert sat with me and he helped me um, map out the route and everything. Is he like a tourism guy? Yeah, he was. um, I think he was also the president of West Africa Tour Guides Association or something. So he helped you map out the route? Yes, yes. My classmate um, from New Hope, Prisek. Yeah. (laughs) And... um, and then I also spoke with Mrs. Bridget uh, Marque, um, Reverend Pajo Marque's wife. What does she do? She's also into the tour. tour to just get an uh, idea of... To give me the realities that uh, exist in the industry. So with the guidance from these two persons, wow. we crafted our So uh, did offering. you know how it would look like no. after the first trip? No. No. Wow. The first trip was a major challenge. Mm. Reason is that we depended on a third party to to appoint the hotels for us. Oh, that Kumasi hotel. Yes. Yeah. So we had major shocks. Major shocks. You know. Um, you know. Some. If we had the worst experience was in in Kumasi. The hotel we went in Kumasi was bad i mean yeah. very bad yeah. i mean we didn't know because we had we had we had some so that was the first lesson can you imagine that when we got there mm-hmm. the hotel they had shut the gates <laughs> and then there was a boy walking around telling us that wafa <laughs> and you had you a know, bus of people who were looking for a place to sleep it was it was it was I mean, it was just a nightmare. My God! And then the the other one was. This is what you call this is what you call in customer service something something experience. You, you have this word for it. <laughs> Moment of truth. <laughs> you know that tak riding there, tak riding world was even more dangerous because the hotel, no. Yeah. Apparently, that hotel I forget the name for. I wasn't even yeah. going to mention. Yeah. People were using it for all sorts of <laughs> manner of things, Charlie. So. Hey. So they they allocate somebody's room to them, and by the time they, they will go that oh when well, well, there was somebody there already. <laughs> so so this was because we had used a third party to book, book the hotel yeah, because we didn't yeah, think we could do the were, hotel booking ourselves. No, yes, because that was their business. Uh-huh. Their business was to look for hotels for tourists, and you know, and then so after that we decided to, Charlie, to you take, have to control the whole process. Control the process. So yeah. that's because how. some people usually ask, ah, you guys, you are radio station. How come you do so many things? You know so many things. Sometimes out of necessity, not because we are too known. No, actually, we are a radio station. We are a media house. But mm-hmm. what we do is that we sell experiences. Uh-huh. We sell experiences. Um, that's what it is. Mm. And it's it's very expensive. Some of my guys in, in the tourism mm. um, sector will tell you that. Uh, they ask, how much, how how come you're able to charge this low mm-hmm. for all the experiences you offer? Mm. And because we're a media house, what we do is that we combine our airtime value mm-hmm. with our personalities that are driving the process mm-hmm. and end the offering itself. Mm-hmm. So it's a combo package that we, com- we, we actually offer to sponsors. Mm-hmm. So sponsors pay Come to be subsidize. part of it, which payment subsidizes wow. the eventual 
um, um, price points that we we offer to. So what mm. we are charging is it ten thousand, nine thousand yeah. five hundred, or, or you know, if a tall company, typical tall company, puts the same package together, probably twice or twice, you cannot pay less than twenty five thousand for that experience. No One way. week in about ten regions, you can't pay eating less than breakfast 25, and dinner, visiting yeah. tourist sites, yes, having air conditioned bus with I'm drinks on board, and, and most of them charge in dollar do, mm. in dollars anyway. So. Mm. You, there's no way for this thing you pay less what, than what, what, what? So, in the terms of the first one, the lessons you learned. So, what was the key to the kind of hotel to choose? Because you have to combine the route, the tourist site, ease of movement, safety, and also a good hotel. That's, that's a lot the, of things you are solving in one. In so one. This, we, you look for hotels that mm. that um, will be attractive to the middle class, mm-hmm. particularly because. Mm-hmm. So you ask yourself if your typical target mm-hmm. where to travel to Kumasi. Mm-hmm. What would be the options where would they the want hotel? to sleep? Yeah. And then you use that as an indicator. Mm-hmm. Or in terms of aspiration, where if they should travel to the western region, mm-hmm. where would they want to mm. be moving to? Mm-hmm. So these are some of the things that have helped in uh, And have some of the hotels also been accommodating in terms of the how what was your offering to the hotel because if a hotel i mean will host 200 people or yeah they give, people, us, they, they give us they, good of rates. course with, with, they give us good rates um mm-hmm. uh, most of them will give us good rates um do they appreciate what we are trying to do with oh promoting tourism um, host, a lot of people. them do mm-hmm. a lot some of them don't but a lot mm-hmm. of them do mm-hmm. you know um, i always mention Usbet hotel in sunyane mm-hmm. um and also maha beach resort they um, get it you know yes and 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 now uh ridge royal in cape coast you know so some of them do they, and, they, they, and because they get of it. that on i mean for the this is the seventh uh, one we are organizing mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. every time we have been to sunyani we go we to Usbet. Usbet hotel it's, it's, it's the only hotel we've I'm repeated throughout i'm telling you in terms of the kind of people who come again what how has it changed because you you made an offer 20 people said they would do then it increased now i see people who live abroad families who come for holidays plan it for caravan yeah. i see the age profile also growing so somebody i have people who will give their mother and father their 50th wedding anniversary present daddy and mom you don't travel anywhere travel <laughs> you are always sitting in the house so go yes. you know what what, what what kind of what's the typical profile of the caravan well it's 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 anything between mm. uh, between late 20s into early 60s mm-hmm. between late 20s into mm-hmm. early 60s mm-hmm. okay we actually discourage uh, patronage from people who are 65 and above what? It, because of the long sitting hours mm. you know so if you're above 65 it will not be good for you it, it may not be good for you you mm. know and um if you are not somebody if you are somebody with specific allergies and you know uh, yeah you're in the bus yeah because that is long hours of sitting yeah um you know and we've had challenges um with uh, people who have 
who are on special diets and mm -hmm. things like that. So we actually discourage people who are on special diet because we can't provide for those ones. So this but year we are not going to give any special diet. No, we don't. Unless have. you carry your own food. <laughs> you know, so so, bet late so, 20s so, so between early 60s. Yes. 20s to 60s, early yeah. 60s is, is ideal. But if you draw a, uh, you know, a, a graph, a curve, you notice that between 30 and 50, is where a lot about of seventy percent, and a lot of these guys are working. They oh, take no, no, so, so a lot would take breaks break. they to, go, to they, travel. So they plan their leave. Now people know that it's normally in the first week mm. of March. So mm -hmm. people plan ahead of time. Why March though? A lot of people have asked me why we chose March. Okay, mm -hmm. so we chose March um, just to be consistent with our Heritage Month mm -hmm. on on City mm -hmm. because we celebrate the month. Of uh, in, in the month of March, we mm -hmm. celebrate Ghana, mm -hmm. our heritage, mm -hmm. um, you know. So that's why we we do it in March. Mm -hmm. Now people come and say, "Oh, but March people are still in school." Mm -hmm. Yeah, we want people to be in school <laughs> uh, because we don't have the resources <laughs> the to money. cater for children. Yes, and and that's why we do it, and we want people who really want to come. Mm -hmm. But again, we don't want to take over other people's businesses okay? we are not going to become a permanent tour company we are not a tour company it's just a one-off we do every so year. that we're just it's just an illustrative thing that we're mm -hmm. doing if it's good enough the tour companies should take it up mm -hmm. and also organize for other people who really really want to pay and join mm -hmm. also join so mm -hmm. it's going to be so we are opening it up and saying that we are showing the way how it to be done yes we are not necessarily trying to become a tall company no 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 we can't the other be. question i have for you when i interact with the caravanites i notice quite a number of them would say this is my first time i'm visiting probably about eight of the regions so i would say most but a lot of them would say maybe i was born in kumasi stayed there for eight years and i came to accra for six years mm -hmm. so i haven't really gone outside kumasi or accra so for a lot of people they've never been to the volta region That's never true. been to the northern region or true. any of the regions beyond sunyani and then the western region as well i don't know whether that's your experience in terms no, of the that's, that's, exactly, that's exactly the case most people in fact i think um three or four years ago we mm. just did a dipstick mm. uh, when we when we we the first day we noticed that most Ghanaians, most Ghanaian adults had not visited more than four regions really yes most Ghanaian adults had not visited more than four and at the time this was 10 yes four out of 10 yes wow had not visited more than four regions but that is sad <laughs> but then you know you can use that in your analysis of tourism potential to say if every region got serious with domestic branding of their region like yeah. we did for the volta region yeah. the ghana population can actually help raise the level of tourism oh, that's, that's because if you tell yourself every every year i'll visit one new region mm -hmm. which means you have nine regions to visit yeah as in to visit and enjoy but the question is do the regions all have something unique so if you think about let's take the 10 regions let's not do 16 take 10. Mm -hmm. are you able to say boldly that each of the 10 regions has attractive tourist potential that can at least cause them to break even every region in ghana has a potential for a particular type of tourism really let's you do know. one by one no, I said a potential. Okay. So whether we have developed is another thing. Mm -hmm. um, if you want to take let's take one off the top of your head. Just pick one. Eastern. Eastern region. Yeah. They have um, the Akosumbo. Of course. You know, mm -hmm. it's one. Mm -hmm. um, I think the they, have Kwe, of, they have a lot of water. The Kwewu area. Ah, 
you know, they have waterfalls. Who is a to behold? You know, uh, yeah. So that's one. Um, you have Western region. Actually, wait. Eastern region can actually even do religious tourism. You know, the Presby Church has a lot of establishments in the Eastern region. The wow. missionaries went there with a lot of interesting things. You no, can a add lot, that. a lot. So a Eastern lot. region for you has yeah, a lot. Western region, Western goes without saying. That's what I will know. The, the beaches, beaches, you know, Kwame Nkrumah's hometown. They can upgrade um, it. Oh, plenty, plenty. B B A B A. The monkey sanctuaries. Babin Fiamma. Yeah, they have. They all have even uh, plan- even, Tampo. even even plantations. You know, there's yeah, yeah, agro-tourism can, because if you look at the cashew farms, the potential you can is convert there it into every something. region, mm. central region. The you know, yeah, central region is one of the most visited places for choice. I even don't know why. Some hold on. I, I don't even know why central region. If you look at the data, poverty in central region is very high, and I find that very intriguing because, in terms of visits, uh, most people would say, apart from Accra and Kumasi. The third most visited region in Ghana is the central region. Mm-hmm. I mean, most people would either have gone there for school mm-hmm. or go there to do some beach trip or to visit the castle. So central region is probably the third most visited region apart from Greater Accra and Ashanti. Mm-hmm. Yet, it's one of the poorest regions. I've never understood it. If you look at all our poverty numbers, apart from the regions in the north, central region is always showing high on the poverty agenda i know i know i mean now we can and you are from there explain it to me <laughs> <laughs> no honestly yeah. i i mean i mean i mean i'm not worried you that central well, region has so much that, potential that, and yet is so well, poor I, I think they just have not been able to craft um you know proper business activity that will hmm. sustain the the, the region's economy they can do tourism properly they have education mm-hmm. the reputation of the region itself and the people fantasies are loved they are you know they are they are not they are easy to like do you get me so i wonder why is it because the region is too small you, is it because like the size is not that big i, or I honestly don't know how come but no, uh, yeah that's maybe you should, you should call the elders of the fantasy community <laughs> and uh, Seriously, and have a, have a, have a, they are actually doing awards. Yeah. They are doing awards this week. No, 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 no. Because <laughs> sometimes I, I really think that you know when you know, when I did the vote ambassador thing, it opened my eyes to so many things about the responsibility of those who are prominent in developing their region, the potential of a region, and the promise that needs leadership. You know, that drive, I feel some of it is leadership. You need somebody to say, you know what, we are going to, like, you know how Nigeria is federal. But you see, we are not a federation. Ah. So, you are a region, but there's nothing autonomous about being a region like you have for a federation. Mm-hmm. You don't have a governor, you have a minister who, mm-hmm. who responds to the president. That's the back and forth the president. The chief of staff, mm-hmm. and, you know, so that has its own um, ups and downs. Mm. But central region as a region has the potential mm. we just have not harnessed the potential mm. you know so yeah. it, it calls for a certain kind of leadership and one of the things i've also noticed now is that even in terms of agriculture apparently different regions have different potential like volta region is probably the best for rice apart from the north i did not know this and now people are moving in there to do a lot of rice this was not the case in 20 30 years ago okay so maybe we should highlight in the caravan as well the uniqueness of the regions for development maybe that could be a second leg of the caravan i don't know because we go there for fun we go there to learn but i'm sure we have to t- because at the end of the day it's development right yeah if and if we can even do documentaries of the regions to show 
what is even investable see, there. The, the, again, we again we are a media house. The regions mm. should be able to craft their own brand and what they stand for. Mm. Okay, mm. if you go to Nigeria, mm. every state yeah. has a brand position. Yes. And they push it. And they push it. You understand? If you quarrel state, the state known for so and, and they so. even write it on their, on their, it normal, on plate. their normal plate. You understand? Legal so center of excellence. You, yes. If you take Greater Accra, what do we stand for? If you take Eastern Region, what do we stand for? That's a good question. And it's not for a radio station to tell you what you stand for. Mm. It's the consciousness that we should craft our brand mm. identity mm. so that out of that brand identity, we can express ourselves Mm. in a way that will bring value mm. and attract people mm. you know mm. if we're able to do that but in appointing leaders of these uh, regions, regions do yeah. we think about, about these things, things or we just think about politics party loyalists you know in mm. the equation do we look at somebody who will brand and also help let me ask attract? you a question does a regional minister have that space to oh. do so, let, so because you're you talking about quality. Yes. So if the president, even if the president appoints a person, if the president has a vision, you think they can still bring some level of development oh, of just course. because of their their of own course. drive. If the person has a vision, why not? Mm. I mean, I can talk about in the seventies when mm. we were kids, mm -hmm. Eastern Region, for instance. Mm. It is said that one commissioner, I forget the name, he was a northerner who was the the then minister, the Eastern Region. Minyila must be Minyila, or I, I forget the name. Somebody knows, please send us. I mean, the the whole thing about beautification of Kufuridia. Oh, he, he, he led that thing. He led that thing. Mm. And Kufuridia was known for that. Mm. You understand? So I'm just saying that somebody can lead it. Mm. Somebody can lead it. Mm. If you have if you have a Kufuridia and you don't see that Accra is outgrowing its boundaries. And that Kofodia should be the next logical mm. destination for businesses. Mm. Can't you start creating business parks, mm. business enclaves, mm. new markets? Mm. And you know, it, it, so it's a leadership thing. It's a leadership thing. And so it, our our unitary system, notwithstanding, even a unitary system, we can still do it. For we can still do it. Mm. Look, if you don't believe, if you are moving from Accra to Winneba, mm -hmm. the Onion people who were moved from Agogloshi, mm -hmm. they went to put them somewhere in the Accra, on the Accra yeah, Road. Yeah. Go and see that there's a sprawling uh, a whole community. community there. Yeah, that's how th these things are, are done. Mm. It has to take a deliberate attempt by somebody. Mm. So I'm, I'm saying these things because you know because we are different people. I Me mean, when I'm on the caravan, what I think about is development. Because one of the things that breaks my heart is the amount of bush in Ghana. <laughs> I mean, sometimes when we drive on the Western Corridor, it's always for me, the part so that... You're right. It was... Uh, Minyla. George Minyla. Fantastic. Yes. I yes. think you mentioned this before. Mm -hmm. So when you drive from Sunyai and you are going to the Mole, mm -hmm. so that route, the Wenchi route, that we go all the way up. Yes. The, the western route. Yeah. It worries me because there's a lot of land and it's just there. Yeah, because everybody is watching a movie that tells them that you have to go to university and then look for work, uh, look for work at public service before you can feed your family. And then we leave the vast lands idle for the people in the village. Accra. Sometimes this the, is what we this amount, is our concept of development. Amount of land. Because even in Dabrochi, the mm. there's no way you would travel from say London to Milton Keynes. Mm -hmm. One hour, one and a half hours mm -hmm. and not find large tracts of farmlands. 
that people are working, Fa- are farming farming and working on. on. But this is Ghana. You pass there, that thing is just bush. Nobody cares about it. You find some small patches that some some man be who's on retirement is walking around uh, pretending to be farming. But let me ask: Is it is it is it that hard? You know, I heard Kenya uh, Japan saying something that if we take five regions in Ghana, we can even feed West Africa. In fact, somebody has said to me that the whole of BA, the land there, if we were to properly farm, you can feed the whole Ghana. Are these things true? Oh, they are true. But you see, it's not. It's, you see, farming is not only a function of land. It's a function of land and, and, the, people, and the people themselves. Okay. You know, people. Look, I, 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 I've said this here before. Mm-hmm. I once visited um, a, a maize farm mm-hmm. in the a Suchari area, mm-hmm. um, which was owned by a Brazilian. Mm-hmm. And the guy was telling me that a Brazilian, yeah, Brazilian has a guy. farm in Ghana. Yes. One of his a maize farm. Yes, large. One of his major challenges is that when it's harvest time, he doesn't get people to come and harvest. Why? The people are not interested. There are plenty of people sitting in Ghana playing. No, draft. they are not interested. They don't want to harvest maize. They are not interested. Even though he'll pay them. Yeah. So I'm just saying that it's not just the land is there, so it will work. The people are not interested. Mm. Cocoa farms. Go and check. The average cocoa farmer, their age. They've been agents, ah, agents, ah. So you having have... arable land is not enough at all. The mindset of the people of agriculture is also critical. And then, what about the other things? What about the other things that you need? The other things that you need um, to to let agriculture work? Because I know you've championed this rice thing for a while. So and sorry, listen, we are just we are just having a chat, okay? So the the issue of so let's assume you say you want to make ba. The food basket of Ghana, and then we have the land. The land is good. The people dis- want to do it. What else is needed? Is because I'm asking this because I mean, see, if the thing is so easy, would have done it. So I'm thinking maybe there are some bottlenecks. Is it that maybe we don't have fertilizer? The government doesn't give enough money. The weather is not good. The rain doesn't fall. There's no water. Is it that pests and parasites will come and destroy the thing? Is it that there's no market? People can't buy the food. Is it that cheap food is too imported food is too cheap? You know, it, because it sounds it's so combina- simple. It's a combination of everything you said. But but whatever it is, oh. I think we should look at how other countries are, have succeeded mm-hmm. with their with their agriculture mm-hmm. and just learn from them. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, people in some of these countries are actually incentivized to go into um, large scale, scale farming. Farming, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so you don't go and and just be the loser. Mm. You always win. You are assured of a market. Mm-hmm. In Ghana, you are not assured of a market. Very mm-hmm. few people are assured of markets. So you can't discuss production if you don't think of the market. If you don't, it's part of the market, conversation. Forget it. Mm. If you don't have the market, forget it. Wow. And that's why food gets rotten in 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 the farms all the time. All right, so we're still talking uh, a number of things. I actually wanted to read a question for you. I don't even know why I put the question. So, you know, yesterday, you know, yesterday I was going to sleep and I saw you on the TV and I said, "Ah, but this man, retire." <laughs> and you were talking. <laughs> but yeah, you do the same. No, but, but you are going past me. You know, yesterday I was watching. You know, yesterday I was watching the thing and I said, "Ah, but this man." But that's what we do for a living. No, I don't think it's a living issue. <laughs> I think there's something more. <laughs> no, because yesterday, Sky was wearing his mask and you were sitting there 
and the level of intensity of the discussion <laughs> you, because you know what I, the papers are you know, I, let, me, let me put this properly i have mates who are in their early 40s who say they've given up on the country hey. i'm coming i go to hospital to meet people you know in the period i was absent when i meet people they say oh charlie we listen to you guys because you give us hope to believe that ghana will work again because i have people who are look friends my friends who are doctors a lot of them have had offers to leave and they've left so you sit on the tv and you are firing and the ghana and blah, 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 blah. I say, ah, but this guy you, your kids have finished university they are working <laughs> you know yeah so why are you so into the thing you know what i'm saying because it's not as if I'm not sure you want to become a politician. Who, me? <laughs> oh, no, uh, no. Not at all. But you see, I'm saying this because my observation is that this guy is very passionate about the country. He still wants development to come. He has yeah. ideas about how things should work. And even though you, you, you can retire and say, you know what? I've built some of the best radio stations in Ghana. I'm building a big TV station. I've done enough. I can retire and go and sit on a farm at Ejumakun. And decide that I won't do it again. And you will still have a place in history. Tell by yesterday, 9 30, me had to go bed. You don't see the TV top. Yeah, because we don't have to give up. Oh, Charlie, no, 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 no. I mean, look, when I hear a middle class person say that they have given up on this country, on Ghana, I give up on them. You give up on them? Yes. You can't give up on your country? Oh, yes. Explain. It means that you still are not in touch with the reality. Mm. Because mm. where we are as a country, the nations that we look up to have seen the worst forms of what we are going through. Only mm. they found a way to manage it better. Mm-hmm. And it took people, it took people who mm-hmm. had resolved that this is the only country where I'm not a stranger. Mm. You know, a lot of them who say they have given up is because they believe that they have access to other countries. Mm. But you can be the richest man. You end up being a third-class citizen in, a country. in another country. And you will never get this recognition that you get in Ghana. So they will yop and talk, 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 talk because they've been blessed with, with substance. They've been blessed with good jobs. They've been blessed with opportunities to travel and experience elsewhere. So they have a choice. They have they have had good choices, good opportunities. You understand? What I'm saying is that given I mean I I, I feel I, it's even embarrassing for somebody who's educated to say that he's giving up on Ghana. But Papa, you may be unhappy. Take it is you. No, you may be un, <laughs> no, you may be unhappy with what is going on in Ghana. You may be angry with what is going on in Ghana, but giving up in Ghana means that you are selling another option. Which option you cannot control? So when they say they've given up on Ghana or Ghana Enyebium or this country to take, is it not because of the experiences they've had and the fact that they feel that the system has been set up to fail and therefore they don't, they can't see a way out? I get it. It's more a cry for help than to it. say they've given up. No, I'm just saying that mm-hmm. you are not the only person going through what it is you are going through. But mm-hmm. what I'm saying that. You can complain, mm-hmm. you can share your realities, mm-hmm. you can be angry, you can be very angry at what you experience, but Can't give you up. cross the border of I have given up. Indeed, I at times I watch TV, I, I listen to radio, and I hear people in their 70s and in their 80s telling us how bad Ghana is. 
And you are talking about people who have superintended over this country. And they have spoiled it. Yes, you have chopped all the money in this country. You have had all the good life in this country. You are in your 70s and your 80s. Mm. And you, you sit down and talk as if you are 20 year old with mm. new ideas. Yeah. Meanwhile, you were controlled. You were part of the the, the structure. The system that, yes, has that made Ghana has brought it? us here. And we are here not because of one political party. Mm. We are here because of what values, value systems mm -hmm. we have subscribed to over the years. Mm. So I see you are doing a generational thing. So you're saying that a lot of what we see now is what was bequeathed to us by those who had the chance. Probably Precisely. a better opportunity. Precisely. And they are the last people who should be turning around to point fingers they should at, advise at no they should generation. advise but they cannot they, they they can't show us how to give up they, they can't pontificate they can't show us how to give up mm. because give up and do what tune no. out tune out and then uh, so that who benefits when sit on the farm in the bush oh see i say and i keep saying that mm. brighten the corner where you find yourself mm -hmm. the, all we have is a microphone so we'll keep Mm -hmm. making the points that we think will add to the conversation mm -hmm. positively let me come back to you so what about young people so if you meet when you meet 21 year old maybe it's level 100 level 200 and like the person is frustrated and they be, because of listening to their parents they also feel like Ghana may not be the place they should stay if they have a chance they'll go when you meet those early people what do you say to them the well people, if you who, have because a it's chance not their to travel you see you have a chance to travel for whatever reason you should okay and you see traveling is not the same as giving up okay because there there's always a purpose for traveling mm. you understand mm -hmm. some people have traveled because they didn't have a job in ghana mm -hmm. they are not well schooled and they thought that going to uh, europe or america to do menial jobs will help them feed their family so be it Mm -hmm. It's not the same as giving up. Mm. If they had given up, they would never send money back to Ghana. Mm. And the other time, mm. you are talking about the repatriations Tell that come to Ghana. It's now over four billion. You think all of the people who send money, they are doctors and PhD holders? A lot of them are actually not. Exactly. So I'm just saying that it's just part of the construct. Mm. Okay. Everybody should contribute. If you have the chance to go to school in Abruzzi, go. Mm. But go with the view that. You will never be a first-class citizen in Abuja. So you should always know that your base is Ghana. Exactly. So whatever you earn, Bena, think about day, Ghana. The other day, a Ghanaian, a, a, a British of Ghanaian descent, was appointed ex, a chancellor of the Exchequer. How, how many days did it take him on it? On 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 like in, two, in like, that office? Like two weeks. How many days? Mm. You think he's not qualified, more qualified than some of the white people? He is. But that is to tell you that this is not your place. Yeah. So one small mistake, no. He I was, am telling they, you. In fact, they, they put a thing on his neck. Meanwhile, he had a, he had a prime minister. Self. I look, Ebenezer Manko, I will tell you. Mm -hmm. when, when he was doing his master's, was it in Manchester? Birmingham. Or, Birmingham. Yeah. He said one day, he was walking on the street. An old man just came out. He said, hey, black man, go to your country. Go to your country. Go to your country. You don't tell me this matter. <laughs> so, so I'm just saying that. Sorry. If you wake up with the reality that this is all we have. Mm. Then it will trigger something in you that let's make it work. The other question about brightening your corner. So the people can see the relationship between the little they do and the overall picture. I mean, because we are in the media, yeah. scale is easy for us. We are able to see, you know, our advantage is that we, we talk to politicians, we get information, we see the big picture easy. Yeah. Number two, we have a voice. 
So we're able to make a big difference. But a lot of people, like, so let's assume somebody's listening to you now. He's a carpenter at Adenta. He likes, he loves Ghana a lot. Yeah. Okay. And he's just thinking of connection because he doesn't see how even being an excellent carpenter in that corner can change the Ghana. Yeah, but Ghana, that's one side of the story. You know? I tell you, I, I dealt with the carpenter. Mm-hmm. I wanted him to do something for me. He came took notes, everything, and then told me that he can only do this work for me after one month. And I thought that was strange. Mm-hmm. One month? I should wait for one month? So I said, okay, let me just see. Exactly one month, this guy came. And in two days, he was done with the job. Excellent. Mm-hmm. And so now, it made sense to me why this guy was always busy. He always has work. I have this Nigerian uh, uh, tailor. Mm-hmm. He will tell you that it will take three days, and in three days he will bring. Mm. If you go and he can't, you tell it that Papa, give me one week and I'll come back to you. See what I'm saying is that the opportunity is there. Mm. People are always looking for shortcuts. I mean, how come in Ghana, if you are doing embarking on any building project, the tilers that are so accurate with tiling are all from Togo? And these days, they are coming from La Côte d'Ivoire. Masson. Masson. But the Ghanaians, where are they? Macho Masson. They say they want to go and stand by the roadside. Masson. And then sell. Because (laughs) when you sell, you get the money quicker. I mean, so so, so we should should not disengage ourselves from part of the problem. The attitude of Ghanaians is also No way. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, uh, but but people, they go and stay in Abrochi for years. And then when they chop late 50s into 60s, then they say, we are preparing to go back to Ghana. Who should prepare the Ghana for you to come and enjoy your retirement? But they've been sending money. That's what I'm saying. Sending, sending money. money. I just said that sending money is part of it. Yeah. But giving up on the Ghana, no, mm-hmm. me, I don't want to hear. Sky, the Ghana, no, will you give up on it? Because when I said giving up on Ghana, no, open mm-hmm. a charge. No, no, no. I think so we don't have a choice in the no, matter. No, no, we don't have a choice. We can't because give up on the Ghana. If country. you go elsewhere, you will always be a second-rated citizen. You experience that in the UK? Uh, of course. I mean, you know, there are times they hear your name and... Um, Richard Sky? Uh, no, that's true. I mean, but when they see you in... Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Sky? What I'm saying is that, look, I mean, of course, I mean, all of us got opportunities elsewhere when we went out to study Mm -hmm. but um we decided to come back home Mm -hmm. to help build the ghanaian experiment and ensure that it succeeds Mm. um if it was just a question of go and make a living elsewhere i Mm. mean by now i probably wouldn't be sitting in front of you yeah Yeah, because i mean opportunity (laughs) day international (laughs) journalist with international legal credential but you see you have to help the ghanaian project succeed yes please and it will take ghanaians to make it happen Mm. manna will not fall fall from heaven Mm. or people from Elsewhere will not bring you. I think it was Ozi Kufo who said, "No country will be developed by an absentee citizen." Yeah, that's a profound thing to okay. say. Yeah, that's right. You must be present mm-hmm. to develop your country actively. Yeah, you can't be passive about you it. Cannot. So it is okay that for now you are working elsewhere, mm. but if you are there for say five, six, seven, ten years with enough experience, mm. why are you not back home helping? Okay, the other, okay let me qualify the point. So some people say they give up on Ghana. It's not even the fact that you want to leave. Oh. Mm-hmm. It's almost like they've become pessimistic about... It's, they are like they are basically saying they've lost hope that in their lifetime mm-hmm. things will change 
and when i say things it's not about their personal life yeah. as in they can work hard but they feel you know a lot of people feel that the system is not really bringing the development like for example but, that, but that's real yes yeah. so real. i'm coming to that so the system owes it to such people yes to turn the way they feel so you can understand people who, no, who, understand. who have that pessimism no, i can understand i'm mm. just i'm I, I worry about this whole thing of i have given up now this is me i'm in my 50s mm-hmm. Can you hear me say this to a group of students, University of Ghana? You know, I used to do that when they, they, they go to first year. They do this thing at the orientation. orientation, and I will go and talk to them. And then I tell them that I'm here to talk to you. And the key theme of my message is that I have given up on Ghana. <laughs> <laughs> You introduce not. I mean, you just tell me how responsible I have that, been. That would be responsible. So I'm just saying that this thing of having given up is for people who have chopped yeah, multinational yeah, yeah, yeah. money oh. and they are bigger. Then they sit on oh, social media and talk anything anyhow. You ask for giving up. Don't go there. We should. You see, we should. We should. We should. We should make our commentary. We should criticize what. Uh, uh, those in government are doing mm-hmm. those in politics mm-hmm. use your experiences to cause change right. cause people to see things the mm-hmm. way you think things ought to be seen mm-hmm. but to now pass on to the younger generation and this teach pessimism. them how to give up and no, no, give up it's not, it's not yeah, give up come and sit here in ghana and give up and let's see Charlie, it's almost like you are threatening the people now no i'm not threatening anybody <laughs> yeah, no. i'm just saying that no but you charge you know i know no. actually I, no, it's Bernard, good. It's, we have all lived there this, 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 guy, no, you've no, been there no, Bernard, this is my there. view i'm just saying that i didn't, know, I didn't know that this topic this <laughs> topic was in abroad somewhere doesn't mean that all of us who have chosen to be here no, no, we, we, no, we can't think it, we can't I, think. I brought you know it's like his bill has got a trap we wasn't going there but the way he i'm just saying you see <laughs> it's just making it look like if you travel then you have you me. it's like charlie that's it no it's look, not look, you remember uh, 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 this uh, our, our friend percy yes, Yes. I mean, look, Percy was our mate in University of Leicester. Yes. Okay. Proud to Percy. He had distinction at MBA. Proud to that. Nobody had had that in a very long time. Black man from Ghana who had come. University of Leicester. You know, distinguished MBA. It means you could have been continued to become a professor there. You know, what I'm saying is that it's not, it's not, we, we know what we, this man has been in Ghana doing his work quietly as a consultant. Mm-hmm. You see, so people are doing their work, people mm-hmm. are contributing in their own ways, small ways. Yeah. But I'm just saying that if we all would do what we have to do in our small corner, yes. everything put together, yeah. we'll start seeing progress. But we have subscribed to a certain political governance structure. Charlie. That needs review from time to time, but nobody wants to talk about it. It's not working, Charlie. Yeah. Nobody wants to talk about it. And every one of the countries that we are looking up to, they review their Greek policies every two years. Mm. United Kingdom, they review their educational policies every two years. Mm. They review everything that they have established, except Ghana. We don't review it. Because if you review it, somebody will look good. If you review it, it means you've lost the the fight. Unleashing the power of relevant radio. This is City 97.3. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. 
it's, it's 9 35 city breakfast show and uh, i don't even know how i got here <laughs> i don't even know how we got into this patriotic <laughs> Charlie, the man open fire you know yeah. no but you know i like i like i like it when we talk about not giving up on a country because trust me nowhere cool you know and every country has problems and we have to solve our problem mm-hmm. and sometimes those who love the country the most are those who have been criticizing it the most mm-hmm. All right, and there are people who you hear on air talking. Sometimes you think, Ah, oh, these guys every time they are making noise, it's because they believe Ghana has to work. So, you're the one who's sitting down hiding and not saying anything, it doesn't mean you are smarter than them. Mm-hmm. You know, some people have realized that Charlie, if we don't get up and do what we have to do, the thing will be so that's why they are fighting the system. But, but that doesn't mean that they don't like the country. Yeah. They the, the fight the system, mm-hmm. criticize the system, mm-hmm. do what the likes of Occupy Ghana uh, would do. Or, uh, what's the other group's name? Um, you know, now I've, I've even lost count of the groups. But Imani, yes. uh, look at somebody like Franklin Kujo. Charlie, look at Franklin Kujo. All his adult life, as I have known him, advocacy, advocacy. Every mm. time, you think Franklin Kujo, continue, if yeah. Franklin Kujo mm. decided at an early age mm. to go and work with one of the banks, oh, he didn't land the go. He's a smart guy. He will be making millions. You know what I'm saying? So. Look at Senor Hussi. All these young guys. Charlie? You think what they are doing is because they are looking for money? It's because they love this country. Yeah, it's true. It's because they love yeah. this country. Mm-hmm. So when we see young people like this fighting for a stability of a better Ghana, mm-hmm. let's not sit somewhere and say, "Ask for me, I've given up." <laughs> so that what? No, I'll just sit in my son, my corner somewhere. You can sit in your corner somewhere because you are disenchanted. You I, are, I have. You I, have I, I always ask you, son. You know those days they say, you know. Uh, you know, sometimes as you are going to the village, you know we we are we don't like trouble. So when you go, don't go and do anything. Just stay. In your, you know those advices. You say, "Oh, you say, you pen noise. You do the opera. Go and learn your books." Those things they used to tell us. No, I'm saying that some of those advices also repeat. Oh yeah, because know. this guy, mm-hmm. all of us who are here, mm-hmm. we had to go against our natural grain. That's good. Because you, you could have been working in IT, mm-hmm. of course, and still be making money, but really not be that relevant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could have been working in some institution. Mm-hmm. All right. So sometimes following the natural path. And just doing what is prescribed for you. Oh, okosku, menyefi. Just those things have their place. Mm-hmm. But to bring change to society, to actually cause things to be, do better, sometimes you have to go against what is the norm. Because I mean, if I look at your life, somebody was asking me last week to ask you that you cry. What school did you go to? Because you every like and the guy said, "Oh, Bernard, please, who is Samens? Mm-hmm. He's knowledgeable. He's lived almost everywhere in Ghana." West Africa and almost most parts of Europe. Mm-hmm. He appears to have some knowledge of everything. Mm-hmm. When and who interview him on CTTV? Yeah, yeah. As he asked for others. This is from um, Nana to Four Sunyani. He sent this to me on Saturday mm-hmm. after watching the show. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's like the checkered life and the lack of straightness, you no? Know, mm-hmm. Brings is what has produced what you are seeing. Because yeah. if you had followed your normal instinct, go to Kwabutri, go and do a level here. That will be life we just yeah, you know yeah, so it's sometimes it's in the messiness of the situation that brings the glory sure. it's not following the normal thing that oh let's do it this way and so I'm, I'm saying that to appreciate the fact that sometimes it's it's you 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 have to reject what people say is the thing you should do because everybody has a plan for it. it's like oh just go and do this mm-hmm. just do that just do that and you know all of us want our our family to be safe so we, we let our children do safe things mm-hmm. You know, when and sometimes a lot of I'll tell you this when I was in radio, I was ah, 
You go first class, who? Are you still doing nothing? Charlie, go and get a proper job. Why are you doing this? You're influencing people. Now, the car is say, Hey, Alaski, Charlie, you're there from. And you know, sometimes I remember, but I don't say it. Yeah, you don't have to. I remember a lot of the guys older than, in fact, some of your people, mm-hmm. they can tell me, Charlie, ah, but you just in city, why? What they do you? <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, of course. Of and, course. They would, and they would try and tell because they. But they, I also get that. They couldn't see. They couldn't see the role of media in society. They didn't mm-hmm. understand why you need a certain type of mind to be on air, mm-hmm. to even be leading public discourse. They're like, ah, get a proper job. Charlie, you have children and things. So what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Now they realize that, Charlie, if you don't have that level of advocacy and spirited intellectual discourse, mm-hmm. the society is the worst of yeah, And it was all because somebody took a chance and put a 23-year-old on air. So let's not think that we have all the answers because as for us, we've gone through the straight line mm-hmm. and we have become engineers or doctors or lawyers and we think that everybody must follow that line. Mm-hmm. Real change doesn't come from those who follow the natural line. Yep. And you can look at even our independence leaders. Mm-hmm. Those who had a normal life don't make much difference. Mm-hmm. It's those who go through... I mean, you. I always use an example. You used to be a mate. <laughs> and then you used to do flower pots. <laughs> 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 He didn't do it as a, as a, as a pitiful mate. No, he was a strong mate. <laughs> yeah, it's like Charlie. It was actually an advantage at the time. He was throwing back of all the guys. You no, know, you were the one who who was selected yeah, to, to, to chop the meat. To chop the meat. Then he went you to know? pottery. Yes. Yeah, you it's, know, it's, it's if this guy was to, this guy right. does a pottery one for you, eh? Yes. You, Charlie, Caleb, you you will be beautiful. <laughs> I mean, there's the level of I mean, sky, sky can do flower pot, eh? <laughs> And then he'll put his leg on the team, spinning the team. <laughs> <laughs> and then he'll write, do a nice straight line. Yeah. So, so tomorrow, when Sky comes to me, I say, Ben, this wall is not straight. I say, yeah. why is it this wall is not straight? <laughs> You've left all that. Oh, precision. And now you are, and you, you are speaking legal lingo. Precision. You could have been a big, you know. Teleport remaker. <laughs> Transport owner. GPL to you, Chama. <laughs> but I, I, I have a message for you. The central region people say I should tell you that yes. the, the central region is not, is now the fourth richest region. Okay, okay, okay. Maybe I'm using historical data. Yeah. Because for a long time, when you check the data. No, actually, the data then was not about the region, it was about specific constituencies okay and it yeah, 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 yeah 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 so all yeah, right yeah. some of the yeah, st- yeah. thank you yeah. so some yeah. of the yeah. poorest yeah. Uh, districts yeah so carry thanks for thank you for the correction yeah. some of the poorest okay. districts, districts yeah. were in the central region That's correct it's not the region thank you yeah bernard yeah. you see there's something that we hear often from um, our lawmakers when they are about opening their 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 sessions mm-hmm you see, I, I, for some reason, I feel that if we were to read this every day, mm-hmm. you would you would feel the essence of why we should be in Ghana. This is Parliament. We should make it work. Yeah. What do they this say? is just the opening prayer. Okay. And and just listen, you know, in 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 the comfort of your car or your home, it opens by saying, "Almighty God, mm. we humbly beseech Thee." Mm to look with favor upon this parliament of the republic of ghana Mm. grant that it may perform its high duty Mm. as in thy sight Mm. give divine guidance to the president of the republic Mm -hmm. and thou members of parliament and ministers of state with discernment and vision okay integrity and courage Mm. that through the labors of government 
this land and people may be well and truly served mm. and their good purposes for the common human life be realized in our midst mm. oh god grant us a vision of our country mm. fair as it might be a country of righteousness where none shall wrong his neighbor a country of plenty hmm. where evil and poverty shall be done away with. Amen. A country of brotherhood mm -hmm. where all successes shall be founded on service. Thank you. And honor shall be given to the deserving. Wonderful. A country of peace mm. where government shall rest on the will of the people mm. and the love for the common good. I like that. Bless the efforts of those who struggle mm -hmm. to make this vision a living reality. Who wrote this prayer? Inspire and strengthen our people mm. that they may give time, thought, and sacrifice mm. to speed the day of the coming beauty of Ghana and Africa. Hey. Reflect over that. This is deep. Oh. Yeah. So this is the prayer they pray. Do, yes. you, do you actually pray this prayer? It, that's what they pray every single morning. In Parliament. Yes. Listen to the words and, and, and the vision that informed wow. it. Wow. And, and ask yourself as a citizen, Mm. How can you play a part like to it. realize the coming beauty mm. of Ghana and Africa? Wonderful. I'll read a few comments before I wrap up this segment because I have Nananum. You know Nananum? Nananum. Nananum. That's national. Yeah, great famous people. Nananum. And Nana, I read that more. Mauli Tikata and Co. They are here, giddy giddy. They can't do Jama. They say they chop 75. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but we don't hear of them plenty. You know, that's cool. They have a history. Yeah. Rich, rich, rich. Kwame Nkrumah gave 10 pounds of his money for the school to be started. Wow. When some teachers and students from Kwabuche and Augustus were dismissed for taking part in the 48th thing. Oh, Charlie. Yeah, so Ghana National. So they are raised to love Ghana. Yeah. So I'll be speaking to them very shortly. But ECG is not happy with those of you who are burning bush by heart. People are burning bush for Bela. They are burning bush to do all kinds of things. ECG says you are setting fire and it's burning their network system. And this is leading to outages and inconvenience to customers. So ECG reserves the right to seek legal redress against offenders whose activities destroy their installations. Help ECG serve you better. Go to ecg.com.gh for more information. A few quick comments. So, CTA, when will my region, Upper West, feature on the Heritage Caravan? Yeah, Upper West. Upper it will West, feature Upper very West. soon. Sure I think time. next year the yeah, Upper yeah. is to be on. Uh, it has to be inside. Uh, ben, another, ben, how much is the cost? I think it's 9K. They should call the I think number. They should call in 0205-973-973. Mm, okay, Sky, a few more. And uh, this one says, if Bernard is going, then we are going. <laughs> this is fine, Samuel. But you going? No, my circumstances have changed. Though. Jale. Jale. I can't be traveling by heart. <laughs> we'll see. This one says, the people in tourist centers need to create businesses around their rivals to extract the money. Mm -hmm. uh, I drove to Cape Coast with a foreign friend and showed him the castle to get a good cafe oh. and a sandwich around the castle was oh, a challenge. Oh, challenge but oh. why are you looking for coffee? Remember, yes. remember our last conversation yes. Wednesday. He said there's the, the hospitality, mm -hmm. transport, mm -hmm. and then the, the attraction. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so he, he said the attraction is there, but, but not the hospitality is not there. Yeah, he says that he was asking why um, we are not creating a surfing hub that integrates hotels and auxiliary services. When some white man comes to do it, then we start saying he's taking our work. Yeah, Charlie, we have to change our mind. No, no, no. The, the beach people will fight him. Yeah, they, I will fish here. A few more quick ones. Okay, this one says, Good morning, Bernard. Uh, there's a Brazilian uh, farming in my area, mm. Togoma. 
uh, who paid 9.50 Ghana CDs a day back in 2020. When the workers requested for increment, he told them if they can't work, they should go home. Yet uh, he came ah. or he complained. Patrick, lack of but you, how many people have you employed? Are you giving anybody nine cities a day? <laughs> ah, but if they give you nine cities and don't like, is it by force? <laughs> no, 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 man. What did he say? <laughs> Somebody's I giving you. No, no, I mean, better working conditions, you'll always be there. I mean, it's, no, it's, it's no, a no, fair no. demand. I think this is where you need the agri ministry to, make to have a structure mm -hmm. of what is a good. Yeah. Um, you know, understand. So that if you have a foreigner coming, mm -hmm. they come with an understanding that this is how much you have to pay people. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, the whole thing of, oh, because labor is cheap, they will come here. Yes, labor right. is cheap, but you can't, the human beings are not cheap. All right. Thank you, Samir. Thank you, Sky. Charlie, people are laughing at me because I've been jeopardized to off talk chairman. Why did they do that? I'll ask you, Charlie. Thank you so yeah. much. Uh, I'll yeah. leave you for now. You can put the collection in the bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Let me speak to friends from Ghana National when we come back. They have their 75th anniversary. This is still the City Breakfast Show. Stay with us. Unleashing the power of relevant radio. This is City 97.3. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Alright, so time check is eight minutes to the top of the hour. I have friends from the Ghana National College. They are 75 years old this year. The school was founded in 1948. Yeah. 1948, after the disturbances. And we know the history, right? Yeah. So it's Kwame Nkrumah School. Yeah. Yes. The school he founded. And he calls it National. Yes. Because apparently some teachers and students from the two other schools had been sacked. Yes. So that's how the school started. But then the other thing is that the, the year group that's uh, 20 years old is is in the studio so you people finished in 2003 yes so let me welcome them and nana lucy bj danso secretary <laughs> nine 2003 year group yes you did arts or science general arts general arts yes. nana kojo what danso is that your husband no. <laughs> now why do dancers <laughs> president of the year group yes yeah, we're classmates oh, we're, okay yeah. we're and classmates. Uh, and you have to be nana yeah. yeah or is nana because you are nana no yes, yes. Ah, yeah. uh, so that's not your real name? No. Aha, no. Nana Edmond Danso. Jamina. Ah, uh, Jamina? Yeah. yeah. Okay, committee chairman, 20th anniversary. Yeah. So let's talk about the 20th anniversary in 2005. So you guys finished in 2003. Yes. Yeah. So what are you guys doing for your anniversary? Uh, well, um, first and foremost, thank you for having us. Mm. Um, uh, we are putting together a few things for our year anniversary. Mm -hmm. um, the main one or the main thing is that we are we are mounting uh, a new signage for the school all right you know uh, our school is on the hill it's easy to see but high up the hill yeah when you're driving on the main cape coast uh, takradi road mm. you would have to maybe take a look to either your left or right depending on where you're coming from mm -hmm. to see the school entrance but mm -hmm. this time i want to put something very monumental mm -hmm. that is very easy to see something very catchy mm. uh, it's it's a big project i mean uh, we are having an estimate of close to 80k for that, for that project. project alone i the see other things that we have in line to do it's a year-long mm. project i mean year-long anniversary mm. every month pretty much we're going to have mm. something going on in every month and a lot of it will be centered in cape coast what makes you proud of your school uh lucy why why, why are you a proud 
uh, is it Nana no? Yes, Nana. Mm, a proud Nana. Well, um, for me, it is the satisfaction in seeing that um, after 20 years, mm -hmm. um, I have all these colleagues. I have many more who are winning awards, mm -hmm. who are making it big in their spaces okay. where you know they work, and then it's a big satisfaction for me. Mm -hmm. I don't even want to talk about you know how I've gone through you know, the system, the years, and being able to achieve everything that mm. we, we have now. Achieve. What was it about uh, na uh, National that attracted you to the school? Well, for the fact that you will be able to study mm. with people of the opposite sex. Mm. You wanted a mixed school? <laughs> yes. You didn't want to go and do boys' school no, things? No, no, no. Having one side of the... Of no, 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 no. You wanted a mixed school? Yes. To blame. Those in the single-sex schools, they always come into our school the for whenever they wanted to come. Ah, they come to your school? Oh, yeah. yeah. At this school, we okay, spend entertainment time, they were coming. Always there. Coming to your school? Yeah, so with National, you are able to mingle with the boys in the dormitory. Mm -hmm. And when you come to the classroom, you're able to comport yourself. So you have a, a holistic a development. Holistic development. Yeah, it's not like just hard yeah, boys. If you, look, if you look at the 75th anniversary, it said 75 years of holistic education. Holistic? Yes, becoming leaders <laughs> of the 21st century. But your school is 75. It's old. I didn't yes. know, you know, I didn't think your school was that old. Like, that's, yes. a, that's a long yes. time ago. Yes. One thing about national is that the, we had the name Ghana before it was given to the country. Yes. Are you serious? Well, the reason why Ghana is called No, Ghana. tell me about that. When the school was started by Nkrumah, Nkrumah. it was called Ghana, Ghana National, national College. College. So we got the name in 48 before... The At the time, we were called Gold Coast. Gold Coast. So we didn't know that this would become Ghana. No. Probably Nkrumah had his own his ideas. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, the, the, wow. the world of... I mean, oh, so I didn't know that in the time you were founded, you were called by the name Ghana. Ghana yes. National College, yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So you were like a prophecy of Ghana. Yeah. Sally. <laughs> what was life like in the school? It was beautiful. Is it? I mean, yeah. the the scenery. I mean, um, um, Ghana National is is a whole world on its own because we okay. have the greenery, we have the the so to say the animals. There was. Oh, you have so, animals? Oh, we had monkeys. Monkeys, sir? Yeah. We lot had a whole monkey sanctuary. Yes. Okay. And the bird sanctuary. Uh, and the, the, the monkeys coexist with you in the school? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. with them, with the boys. <laughs> Especially the boys. Sanctuary. But you know, I've never, I've never been to a school, but how do you drive up? Because it looks very steep. It, it is for the first time, but as you live on the hill, as you get used to it. Mm, how many uh, houses do you have? Uh, for the boys, we have, it used to be five. five. It used to be five before we went. It was four when we entered, but it's now back to five. So five houses? Five houses for the boys. And then the girls? And then we had four, but now increased to eight. Ah, then it's a big school. It it's a big is. School. So it's like 12 or 13 houses. Yes. What's the population of the school now? Do you know? Uh, what about... Um, there are over 5,000. Yeah. Yes. So it's a, it's a big school. It's a very is, big school. Wow. Yeah. Ghana National College. Who are your main rivals? Uh, main rivals. <laughs> okay. We, I mean, we don't want to take rivals. You, do, you are you're, you're in your class of your own. Yes. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Are you so 75th anniversary? What's happening? When when is it mean lunch? What are you guys doing for the, um, the, the well, main the anniversary? Fifth is, is um happening in July. Um National okay. has I mean or have their own plans. Mm -hmm. uh, we as a subset of the uh, national group have ours that is aligned to what national is doing. Mm -hmm. So we can speak I mean too much about it. What national but when you say national, I talk about the school or the the, the national. Well the national <laughs> alumni. Yeah, and you are playing on words, right? Well, because yeah. the school is called national. national. <laughs> so I think about the national <laughs> alumni. National. The school is called what? National. Eh? If national. I say national, it's the school. If I say national, national. it's the body. Like, oh, I like that. Yeah. So the noun, you have changed the emphasis. Yes. So the school is called national. national. Mm -hmm. Charlie. I mean, you have a whole <laughs> lot of activities. In the, in the, in the spelling, we, we, we do an SH instead of uh, a T. 
Oh, okay, okay. So that we can get the emphasis. So you are you are changing the signage, but what other activities are you doing? So we will be doing we're launching the activities, the celebration. Come next week Sunday. Okay. At Grace Center, Medina. Hey, you mean Maori Tikata? Yeah. Oh, our in-house spiritual, spiritual man. Just spiritual avatar. My God. We have. Was he a good boy in school? I mean, just as you see him. So you are not surprised the pastor at all. He was actually. Ah, because some back of back. my mates who are pastors now, when I remember what they were doing in secondary school, <laughs> yeah, I said God is good. No, Mali hasn't changed. Mali hasn't changed. Yeah, Mali has okay. okay. So you are launching it this Sunday. This Sunday. I mean, the, the next week, 29th. And then what else are you doing? We have tree planting exercise. Very we good. Have, there's a village behind our school called Camfoa. We'll be visiting them. Then we'll help them subscribe onto the National Health Insurance Scheme. Wonderful. We don't want them dying close to us. We are good neighbors. <laughs> so we have um, interhouses competition. We'll have business fair. I like we want that. to be able to circulate businesses among ourselves, the Jewish model, before it goes outside. Mm. Then we also have the dinner award. Why are you doing a tree planting? A tree planting Cape Coast. Cape Coast. Oh, that's, yeah. that's, that's sensible. And then you are doing a dinner and awards as well. Awards. So all of this is in one week? No, 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 the no. year. It's a year. So a year. Yes. Every month has something slated for it. In fact, there are more than, mm. you know, what he's mentioning. So 20 years since you left school, um, when you reflect on your life, are you happy that you learned something in that school? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm more than happy. Mm. National was an experience. Mm-hmm. It was, it was, I mean, it, it, it taught us life. I mean, for, for when we went to school, like you said, you finished in 98. Yeah. So we met the, the seniors, those who had, had the feel of the 98 system because their school fathers the and levels were the A-levels. Mm-hmm. And then they transitioned into the actual senior secondary school then we met them so mm-hmm. they, they taught us a lot of things we learned a lot from them mm-hmm. from the seniors and then from the teachers school mm-hmm. taught us a lot and then, like I said holistically we were raised to be like quote unquote nananum is patriotism part of your, your uh, an everyday thing they teach you about and, and so everybody knows the history yes so Kamil Kuma is like the school's icon yes what's your motto uh, pro patria huh pro patria hey what's that yeah on behalf of our forefathers or for the forefathers of father oh Church. it's latin yeah for our fathers yeah wow so is there in kruma house no, no but once there's whole school is in kruma, kruma. so what are the names of your houses uh, we have kwesi plange who was actually the first headmaster of the school and uh-huh. he's actually the first mp for keep coast if i'm not is it yeah and uh, we have jj mensa kane mm-hmm. we have uh, sidu makati sidu mm. uh, and makati were actually two separate houses or two but they were combined we have afidu which is the uh, part of the, I mean, the two so these are the the heroes mean? of the school yes, and of yes, the area. Yes, yes, yes. Yep. And wow. For the ladies, we have uh, Charlie Batplange. Charlotte Batplange, Elsie yeah. Darzi. We have Faustina Daniels. There's Chedan Royal House. Wow. And then we're told that um, the royal families in the area gave those lands yeah. to us, so, so we had to one. name houses after them. Wow. So we named the Chedan and the Afedu. No, uh, Charlie National, you are big. Thank when you are when you are chopping the seventy five come again, we'll talk. This one is just for the twenty. Thank yeah. you. Two thousand and three year group yeah. of national celebrating with a lot of activities, tree planting. They're launching on the twenty ninth. They're going to do NHIS registration for people in the community. They're going to do all kinds of interesting things, and they invite all and sundry to join them. I've been speaking to Nana Lucy, Bajay Danso, Nana Kujo Wadie Danso, and Nana Edmond. Jamina. Jamina. Yeah. They are from the uh, 2003 year group. Fantastic stuff. All right, so that's all we have time for for today's edition of the show. All right, guys.